for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo loading up the mercantile. This is the morning sickness. And yes, it rained yesterday. Did you see it? Oh, my Felt God. Felt it. Oh, the weather. They they let us know by driving around in it. I, for, I always forget annually that they all climb in their cars and drive, and then they send a guy to stand the in storm it. Storm teams. There was night. Channel 3, I watched Elliot Polikoff was standing in a parking lot while it rains. I'm telling you what, it is raining, and I am outside in the rain. And everybody's looking at me like I'm an idiot. And I'm like, no, everybody's accurately assessing that you are an idiot. <laughs> so I'm like, this is funny. So I started to flip around from channel to channel. Uh, channel 15 had a guy standing down on 3rd Avenue in Van Buren. Would you look at this accumulation? And the camera pans down to a, sm- I mean, a small iPhone-sized puddle. This is going to cause problems later in the day Ooh. as it brings the oil up off the roads. Like that little Jesus. puddle, if you lose control of your car because of that thing, they were nuts about it. Lose their mind. Arizona black ice. That's what it is. And you hear about it. Like people just, you know, 720 all the way down Van Buren at breakneck speeds and pouring rain. Paul Horton's driving around in that weather machine. If you've got such a great car and it's got like that satellite and that weird waymo thing on top and all those antenna and all sorts of just specifically for weather why do you need to drive around in rain can't that thing like tell you everything you need to know yeah they get it from the national weather service beyond that beyond the things that adam conover told us last week why do you need to get in your car and go all right let's go search for the rain that's what he kept saying we're searching for it out here in the east valley we like they're finding twisters dried up and i'm like hold on a second you you always brag about your the accuracy of that truck you drive around and finding everything you need to know pinpoint accurate and now you're just now you're just tooling around in a Ford trying to figure out where it went. We're in the eye of the storm. I don't know what they're doing, but it was hilarious. All I did was just giggle the entire time at how these adults were puddle hopping. And the it's only great thing stuff. they didn't do was put a ruler in some of the lakes. Water levels gone oh, up yeah, a little they, bit. They, they will today. They were doing it to puddles. They were measuring puddle uh, accumulation, and I'm like, man. Nothing else happened in the world yesterday as far as Arizona's news is concerned. And it might happen again this morning. It was pretty good. We had a major rescue going on. I love the rescue story because the reason they were climbing that mountain is even better. Get to the top of Camelback, you'll be closer to God because they're from the TV show Good Girls Gone God. Oh, man. That's true. I know. Have you seen it? uh, I was waiting for Black Lady Brady to pop off of that thing. I don't know if you saw the interviews afterwards. Like, ooh, that was my first ever helicopter ride. I'm like... You idiots. Do you, you realize that there were a 100 firefighters that had to come find them? There were eight stranded at different parts of Camelback Mountain. If you haven't heard, they had a big rescue on Camelback Mountain yesterday because good girls gone God decided they were going to try to hike 1,800 feet 
and get closer to the Lord Jesus because they used to do crack all the time. And they quit that because God put them on the right path. So they put them on uh, Echo Canyon, evidently, and didn't help them down. But the one just said, "Uh, they're going to be all right thanks to the powers of Jesus Christ. And I'm like, all right, you're overdoing it. You're lost. You're an idiot. The one I saw there... The giant uh, one-wheel rescue yeah, the, the big wheel is blown down, and they're cheering for her. Yeah, well, because Jesus Lord found her on a trail that everybody can do. I mean, there had to be people walking past them. That's what these broads look like. Seven in the morning, they went up, and then five if, hours later, they hadn't all made it down yet. And the, and the couple who had, it's like, we had to activate. And I'm like, what happened to shame and humility? When the cameras come to, t- to, sh- to ask you, how come you were so stupid? Run, hide your, at least criminals have the dignity to put something over their heads and walk to the car. Like, these idiots are standing there. I do an interview, and the one's like, yeah, I wasted a bunch of resources in the city, and my first helicopter ride, and I'm like, oh, I'm my a God. reality star. <laughs> yeah, get in the car and zip it. God put you on Camelback Mountain so you can get closer. Pick a bigger mountain, dummies. And they fly and in try Everest. out of town. Yeah, Just- try Everest. <laughs> That's exactly it. One of the camera guys was, we're going to, and then the one, the quote that was the best was like, we uh, had no idea this was one of the hardest trails in all of Phoenix. This is them. Uh, we did no research. That's, well, the ones that I saw were all. Um, I'd have left them there. Very Riverside, California. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I'd have left these broads. Up. I haven't seen the ones that look like Kristen Bell. Those are the three best looking ones. That's it? Yeah. That's the best? Yeah, leave them there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matter. And that's the thing. If good girls gone God. Hey, use your God to figure out. What do you need the firefighters for? How come How come God didn't supply you with a spring of water or a creek? Lord's going to help us down. No, Phoenix Fire Department's going to help you down, and I hope you have to f- pay for it. Now, do they have the uh, dumb hiker's law like they do with the idiots they crossing do, the river? But it has to be like 105 degrees or more. It so had been that yesterday, right? Yeah, but they went up at 7 in the morning. So the trails weren't Just closed Just early yet. enough. The trails oh. aren't closed until it gets over like 105. So they hopped up there at seven. They didn't get done till like one, but yeah, God would take God, the seven a.m. God was laughing the entire time. They got closer to God in more ways than one. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, a couple of them almost met him, which is hilarious. <laughs> and that would have been the goal, right? That would have been a celebration. I don't know what you want to get saved for. Your whole goal is to get closer to him. A couple of them almost went. Yeah. It was her time. You might as well. I don't understand that at all. It's not suicide. It's just like, let's let's tempt it. I want to meet God. I'm going to climb a mountain on a 105-degree day that I've never climbed before. I'm in no kind of shape to do it, and I want to do it to meet God. Skip bringing water. Why are you trying to save yourself? Just get up there. Collapse on the trail. Whoop, off you go. Say hi to God for me, dumbass. And I love when people say that. With the power of Jesus and the Lord Christ Almighty, God will help us off this hill. Like, why'd you call the fire department? Well, they got to help us off the hill for real, though. God ain't going to do nothing about that. Otherwise, my friends are going to cook. <laughs> They're just going to lay there and rot. You know that, right? Well, God will help them down. Uh-uh. Where was he when you were coming down the first place, dumbass? I got to find a cave. <laughs> I had to sleep in a cave for over an hour. Ooh, I tell you what, Scummy Dick Douglas talked me into this hiking thing. I got a bone to pick with that man right now. I would have loved Black Lady Brady in the power. Oh, man. I used to be a good, I used to be a bad girl. I'm a bad girl gone God. Now I'm up on this hill looking for his ass. Say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Help me up this hill. But I ain't getting down this now. I only brought one Aquafina. I got me an Aquafina, by the way. You seen Aquafina's show on the oh, yeah. Oh, She's funny. Aquafina funny. Look at the Lord Almighty. Praise Jesus as we're climbing this hill. Anybody else got some water? 
Because I'm thirsty as a mother up here. I'm a good girl. Th- I'm a thirsty bad girl gone God. She's wringing out the other girl's shirt to get some water. Just suck some of your sweat out there, LaQuisha. I got to have... God damn it, that's salty. I don't think Lord is meant to me for drinking out your armpits, but I'm going to do some more. Cause... And you only got a piss for the Lord Jesus, because if you do, I'd be the receptacle for that. Put it right in my mouth hole. Ah, it's Thursday. That's what it gets down to. <laughs> Pee in my mouth. Lord made it so we had Aretha's. And our Aretha's leaked the urine. And I need your Aretha to show me a little respect <laughs> and put that right in my mouth hole. Because we don't have to go and piss like them Lost Boys of the Sudans. <laughs> now all of a sudden we the Lost Boys. Eating our own sh- Drinking our wee-wee. I was dying yesterday. They pulled one. Did it say how high? I wonder how well, they got to the top. Got, they did. Well, not was, all of them. Was on the, no, it was on the way back. Oh, it was. They had okay. a big thing. It was like, Jesus ain't here. We got to get to a bigger hill. And then they got to climb something bigger. And they're like, Jesus isn't up at the 1800 <laughs> foot mark. And then so about half of them, well, three of them made it down. And they're like, at the eight hour mark, no kidding. They're like, some of them aren't coming back. We should probably call the Lord Jesus. Oh, the fire department, they're actually going to show us something fire department has to come out in the middle of the afternoon full gear head to toe droning up and down the hill looking for him oh there's a lord's helicopter no oh, it's the fire department dumbass are you <laughs> the spinnies oh they well, could have put, them you the put me in one of them baskets i see what you do to people in them <laughs> they try to spin your organs to the side it was i i couldn't stop laughing at how much they were thanking god meanwhile there's three or four firefighters with big wheels, toting them down the hill. I'm like, God didn't help you here. This is You thank the Phoenix Fire Department. First and foremost, stop talking. I know you're a crackhead, and you have to remind yourself that the Lord got you off the, 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 the dust. But right now, you thank the Phoenix Fire Department, because those are the guys who actually saved your ass. And it'll be good exposure for the... Uh it's an internet very show. Very few that there's, watch it. There's nobody watching Maybe they'll expect, that. oh, that's why we don't do that. In the Bad summer. girls gone God. That, right there, I'm not interested. Because it's basically girls who used to be fun, no longer fun. Bad girls, I'll watch that. Bad girls gone wild, I'll watch that. Bad girls gone God. Unless they're dying on Camelback Mountain, that's the only episode I might <laughs> click in for. Unless there's a prequel to the show, you know. I'm, right. If you've got footage of what yeah. brought you here, I'm in. Yeah. Oh, I used That'd to take. great. They sit in the chair and sell flashback. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm having wow. one. Oh, I'm having a vapors. <laughs> I'm going into a dream sequence. I remember this one time I was holding two dicks. I didn't know whose dicks these was. I had crystal methamphetamine up in my nostrils. And I was eating all sorts of ho-hos and hostess cookies or something. I don't know. But that was, I was bukkake It was insanity. I said, Lord Jesus, if you save me from this bukkake nightmare, I'll climb every mountain. I will swim every sea. I got fired from my job as an urban cultivator, and I turned to drugs. I used to cultivate urbanly. I would uh, grow my crack cocaine out of a Folgers skin. That's cultivation of urban. Lord Jesus, if you save me from drowning in this bukkake storm, I will swim every sea to your feet, my Lord Jesus. And right now, I've got bigger fish to find. I'm coated in man milks. I'm a, I'm a bad girl. I'm going God. God, it's the worst advertisement for heaven ever is that's who's there. I don't want to go to heaven and hear about that. I used to do crack cocaine and get bukkake, and I found the Lord Christ. This is my friend Hitler. He apologized last minute, too. Ugh. No, thank you. <laughs> Climbing Camelback Mountain to get closer to God. That's 
Hilarious. God did one of his, uh, he just slapped his head and was like, haven't you seen the Tower of Babel? <laughs> Read <laughs> right. that well, story. How about this? Uh, Taking an airline. We, we've done so much more than just, it's so biblical to climb the mountain. Get in a plane. A hot air balloon will get you closer to God. And then just start jumping for him. Maybe his hand will come down like Monty Python. And you can grab hold of a big cartoon finger. He does your nose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, this hurts my nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> there you are, LaQuisha. I got closer to God than you. <laughs> and it's very dangerous because I have a friend whose wife committed suicide because she wanted to meet Jesus. It can be a dangerous thing when you're a bad girl gone God. <laughs> but please, by all means, if you are, keep climbing our bumps. We're going to go over to Mesa and pick at one of their mountains because it's got a bad name. And then we're going to climb down with it. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. Brett, Brett stands outside that thing. Sometimes his favorite, Brett, his favorite bump. Brett treats that mountain out in Mesa with the dirty name like Mecca. He gets on his knees. Oh, Lord Jesus, praise this hill. Don't you set foot on that mountain. It's a, it's a, it's a holy land. <laughs> yeah. Bad girl gone God. Brady in the center square. Thank God they made it off the mountain in time for the squares. Today, oh, so, exactly. You know. Thank you for doing that midweek instead <laughs> of on a Friday afternoon so we, we could use it today. <laughs> Perfect. Scummy Dick Douglas taught me and my girls group into climbing the mountain in the middle of June. I climbed that mountain in June with Josh Blue, the comedian who has uh, cerebral palsy. Right? And it took us four and a half hours, but I had a camelback of water. I had about six bottles of water. Josh had a bunch of water. We were, we were fine. We were going to be fine. It took us forever. Just because he said he was going to be... Oh. I gotta get a little early today. A little early, yeah. The last two days. So did she make it to the... All week, she is now what? We had, we had 602, 604, 603, 554 yesterday, which screwed everything Wow. Up. And then 558 today. The average time is right around 6. Yeah. Starbucks in hand this morning. So, so if you if you count it as all week, Ski Mask has made it Semi at 6 o'clock. Well, I mean, she's pulled into the parking lot right as the show starts. So that's pretty good. That's not bad. Katie Cave, there's a, a little, I have a little uh, a birdie in the uh, building here. I have a few little birdies in the building. Yeah. And uh, sent me a thing from, what was it, from yesterday. You're like the dude from the Game of Thrones. I, tucks I, his I'm, hands I'm under his... Little finger. Yeah. Or no, I'm the no. big bald guy. Yeah. yeah, I know who you're talking about. That was That was racist. <laughs> That's what I, think, I think what you just did was racist. You know racist. I have little birds. <laughs> you did that. Little little bird, or whatever his name was. Anyway, uh, so they sent me a thing from the from the ninety three three Facebook page or whatever, and uh, Chris Robinson had done a video on there. And, Which one? I, I don't it's know. Been on a roll. Lately. It says. Uh, so one of the comments says, "Does Ski Mask approve of these?" Like the videos. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. And somebody from the like the uh, admin from the station goes, "I've never been more confused in my life. I don't think ski masks have opinions." And then somebody else goes, "You know, uh, the morning girl that shows up to work uh, fifteen five to ten minutes late every day. They had no idea what they're to. So Katie Kibby's totally unaware of the fact that they have ski masks running the show over there. Wow, they don't even listen to their own station. No." <laughs> they don't. They don't know what she's saying. They just know that those viral videos are great. Boy, I would love uh, KDKB to take a hike up Camelback Mountain in June. <laughs> that would eliminate a lot of stuff. Anyway, Black Lady Brady, Bad Girl Gone God. I'm gonna climb another bump today. We're gonna go up that Squaw Peak. Woo! <laughs> Otherwise known as Hula Mountain. You know that's what Squaw is. 
I always thought it was a him. But that turns out that's a squab. That's a whore him. That's what them is. That's a weak-ass pigeon. Yeah, so you're right. This one of them street birds. This weak-ass pigeon is a squabs. I'll eat it. Sounds good to me. Enough butter. Anything's good. (laughs) But please, by all means, more shows where ladies who have effed up their lives so badly that the only thing they've got left is saying that they're going to climb mountains and try to... God doesn't want to be closer to you. God doesn't... He don't want you around. Come on. Climbing mountains. It's just... What, are they going to reach for them once they get up there? Think of how close we are right now. To the Lord Almighty. You're 1,800 feet closer. I realize that. If you were in Denver, you'd be closer and you wouldn't have to climb anything. That's called elevation. We have, when we was on crack, we didn't read a lot of books about geography and geology. <laughs> Tomorrow it's Aisha Mountain. <laughs> Where's Amy? That's A Mountain. That's A Mountain. We're going to climb that too. But yeah, we didn't understand that elevation actually. You go Flagstaff and be closer. <laughs> we just thought, when in Rome. They didn't even make the trip up to like Flagstaff, where you're much closer to God with their logic. I mean, imagine you get up to like Reno or uh, Denver. Yeah, Denver oh, yeah. You're practically in his living room. If you're an idiot. Oh, dying. And the fact the news had to stop all that driving around in the potential rain to go talk to these people. Major rescue. Eight of them. I think I'd rather watch the rain, actually. Not me. Than these idiots. The thing that gets me is I think part of that, too, is all for the show, which is still wasting the time of the... I don't know how much was for... I know that they did it for the show, but they didn't get lost for the show. They were actually... But I do want to say... on behalf of the uh, Bad Girls Gone God, thanks to the Phoenix Fire and Rescue. Now, I yesterday drove home about, I was probably about 12, maybe a little after, right when all this was going on. And I took the surface streets. And coming off of, uh, it's like Thomas and 48th Street, there's a fire department. They're shooting up 48th Street. I get over to 44th Street, another couple are shooting up 40th. And I think that's where they were going. They had 100 firefighters. 100 firefighters. Had to get involved yesterday between helicopters, drones, the big wheel, which I've been uh, privy to seeing in action. And it is the coolest assembly of all time. (laughs) My uh, friend's dopey wife fell off her bike and chopped her leg up and wouldn't walk it off. We were maybe a tenth of a mile from the end of the the car, really. It happened like right as we started riding. And she cut her leg. It was bad enough that she She got to ride in the big wheel. And they rode her down in the big wheel. And she was mad because the I will say this, Phoenix Fire Department. We made a call, and I told you there's like one girl here. She's got a cut leg. It's not that bad. They sent like 13 people. There was a ton of firefighters. Well, the, a lot of it is for a training opportunity, too. Mm, this one was just to pretty much just f- around and BS with me. <laughs> and that's what happened. Like They're like, hey, uh, I know you. You're Holmberg. I'm like, yeah. And, and, and the next thing you know, my friend's wife is furious because the firefighters – they wanted pictures, like the ones who knew the show wanted a picture with me right there on the trail <laughs> while she's bleeding. But she wasn't bleeding hard. She was fine. She was just scared. We're taking pictures and goofing around and having a great time. I'm like, she didn't cut her leg that bad, did he? Just, now she's uh, she's going to be just fine. I, the, 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 it seems a little excessive. And I'm like, how come you send so many people? And he goes, we didn't know. We didn't know what you guys were up we to. We put a uh, SpongeBob Band-Aid on it and <laughs> sent it on our way. <laughs> it was pretty. It was a, it was a deep cut. <laughs> you know. Not going to minimize that she cut her leg badly, but there was Legit no... Legit cut. I took an uh, old bicycle tube and cut off circulation. I got tied it off just in case. I'm like, I don't, I don't think you've hit me. She goes, I'm losing so much blood. And there was like none. So I'm like, let me just do this tourniquet here. And I was trying to be nice. And she got really mad at me. 
And then the fire department showed up and was really nice to me. And that she didn't get all the attention. She got really upset. But they, I will say it was excessive, boys and ladies. There were 13 firefighters and three trucks. Yeah. But it There's was neat. There. And then There's they put that crew. big wheel together and hauled her out of there. And I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. So You wonder, but, if, huh? you wonder if they pull up and they go, really, a tenth of a mile? You couldn't walk that off? I could see them. Oh. walking up the thing from the trailhead. I'm like, they're here. Because I saw the trucks, and I'm like, I could walk back to the car and back to her in like two minutes. It was, it was nothing. We barely – you know where – I, I it's 22nd Street. It's the end yeah. of 22nd Street. You go up this one hill. It's just the street ends, and you're on the mountain. And it's we were visible to the road. And I'm like, I can carry you. No, 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 just in case it's broken or shattered. And I'm like, you're fine. She was really worried about the worst injury of all time. Can you see a bone? But I'll be the one that says thanks to the Phoenix Fire Department, A, for inventing that big wheel, which is the coolest thing, and B, for actually doing the saving yesterday, despite hearing that Jesus did all the work. I, that had to frustrate them to no end. 105 degrees, 108. Even the believers on the fire department had to be like, shut the f*** up. God didn't save you. I did. Now, again, <laughs> Unless the main firefighter was Jesus. Oh, he, well, yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. come and see. That's all on the name. Jesus, Valenzuela. Jesus, Dallas Waller, I thank you so much for saving my crew. I don't know who it was, but I just saw a bunch of frustrated dudes in full long sleeves and those big pants and helmets toting these idiots down. More shows about crackheaded morons who believe in the Lord Jesus climbing stuff in the middle of June, please. Now, that's television. That is good TV. I, however... I texted you guys yesterday that Snowflake Mountain is not worth your time, and I got an email from a lady who said, I'm watching it. Got a couple of funny lines. I'm like, it just seems so scripted. Like, the, I, I made it through about two minutes. They introduced the people, and I'm like, I'm not going to like this. But I did finally dive into Love on the Spectrum, and I am head over heels for this particular show, which is not only funny for all the reasons I want it to be, which is mocking uh, people who are different, and I love that. That's good TV to me. But it's also heartfelt, so you start to kind of fall for these people. And you realize that all living on the spectrum is, is uh, you've just been given a bad script and you're not a very good actor. It's like if porn stars were living amongst us. Everything they do is delivered like a porn line. There's no real rhyme or reason to the script that they have in their head. And they'll say things like, do you enjoy macaroni? You'd be like, sure, I think it's great. I like owls. <laughs> like, oh, my God, who wrote for you? You're the, you're the worst writer ever. Their internal writer is all over the map. But they start dating, and I think some of it is illegal, and we get to watch. Illegal. I'm pretty sure some of what I'm watching should be banned by a state illegal legislature. Illegal because of the uh, <clears throat> They shouldn't be making decisions. The mental mindset. <laughs> yeah, there should be some decisions that aren't being drinking i'm like i'm pretty sure we need to put the tequila down i like owls do you like tequila yeah. <laughs> i like getting drunk my wiener tingles like okay <laughs> bicycles are big sometimes yes they are you're an observational comic but they then then they start like then you start rooting for them there's one that reminds uh, us of ian campfield oh okay because he's got ian's hair but he is far gone on the spectrum there's a little indian guy and he, he's my favorite because he's hard to look at. He looks like a uh, he looks like a, a movie horror, like something that would poke up in your nightmares. Like that's his ah, his face is that. Like he's Freddy just showing. Yeah, up he's just it's, you couldn't put enough movie makeup on to make a worse looking horror thing. Like like Pennywise, he'd live in the sewers. But he's at his uh, birthday party, and there's a bunch of other people there. And this one lady starts to give a speech, and he goes, "Okay, how long 
how long are you going to keep talking? When are you done talking? And because he wanted to say something, it's like she had said a few nice words. She goes, just give me a second. Okay. And it's like what everybody else was thinking, like this is going on and on, a little heavy. Uh, and then the Ian character is just great. And then the, the one girl that looks a little like Lacey Chabert, uh, you'd, you'd do this one. Like if you were in a bar and she was coming on to you, like this little firecracker's fun. Like she's got a lot on her mind. She's talking. She owns her own company. It's pretty good stuff. And you would go probably four or five dates before maybe your buddy Brett rolls over and goes, hey, not for nothing, but I think your girlfriend might be mentally challenged. <laughs> it would take you a while because you'd be booby blinded by her. She's sort of pretty. So she's an 11 o'clock pickup, not a 2 a.m. pickup? She's an 11. She's okay. an 11, 1130. All right. But things aren't going badly. Like you're at a bar and your friends are like, nice kill. Like if Early night tonight, yeah, boys. If they're not listening to the conversation. <laughs> Forks scare me because sometimes I think you can put them in their eyes. What's your favorite animal? This chick is nuts. I kind of dig you. You're all over the place. Yeah, you're definitely easy to yeah. miss half the conversation. You, you could very right. easily just get involved in like, she's just real fun. She's like, I think she probably was a cheerleader. She just has a lot of spunk. You pick out the highlights that you want to hear. Yeah. Owns her own company. They're on a, they're on a, exactly. It's, it's Jason Bateman from Arrested Development. Yeah. Charlize Theron was mentally MRF, which was for the show back in the times in the early 2000s, we could say it, mentally retarded female. And she had a thing that said MRF, and he said, who is Mr. F? Oh, that's just a thing. Mr. F. And then somebody had to tell her. She's not the teacher in the kindergarten. She's a student. Is this her? No, that's the, that's the one. She's a nice. I like her. She's nice. All right. But she's dating a boy named David. Now, that's the one. Here? Yeah. She's got. Like Asian Lacey Shabir. She's Asian, yeah. Asian Mexican Lacey Shabir. That's a bad picture. But she, uh, she, is in, she owns her own anime company. And I know people have been she on does. this. But yeah, exactly. She's Asian. <laughs> they all own an anime company. It comes with being born Asian. Uh, but she's, yeah, she's just a firecracker. She gets to talking. I saw, I saw your Indian dude. Oh, the Indian dude. Is, you, you can't miss him. And then, and then he goes in the middle of it. They're going to set him up with another girl, and they don't know who it is. And he goes, uh, I don't want to date an Indian girl. And his dad just drops his head. He doesn't, doesn't like those. And then there's another one that looks like if Taylor Swift was poor. <laughs> oh, and then the best one is this old man. That, like, as the season progresses, there's this. Is that Taylor Swift? Yeah, that's Taylor. That's poor Taylor Look Swift. It. It's Taylor Swift without money. KK. She's good. No, no, Brady. They're not that bad. Oh. <laughs> She's actually pretty reasonable. There she is. That's, if that, is that a video? So no. on the first date with this guy, with Solomon, uh, Lacey Chabert, Asian Lacey Chabert, just goes, ah, you're so hot, I love you. And the guy goes, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed, I love you too. And I'm like, this is where we need someone to step in and stop this from getting out of hand. Now, this date was fantastic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. uh, Sabad, who looks like he just crawled out of your nightmares, but he's super nice, is dating a mentally challenged girl from another TV show. When that was the one that Megan liked about the the their bunch of uh, I don't know how to say it uh, mentally the special and they all try to move out on their own but th- these are the downsy ones these are the really they're downsy they're they're not baggers gone wild what do they call <laughs> it's, yeah everybody loves bananas I think <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we called it but that was the one where Megan's like oh my god I love them I want one I'm like this isn't an adoption thing this is, it's, it's, not, it's not a kennel <laughs> on Amazon this isn't a kennel or an audition. And then lost our home. <laughs> the best thing was then she asked me the question that I still think is maybe my favorite question ever asked because she didn't ever had never been to that guy. Steve's great, but she goes, "What happened? How how long do they live?" And I said, "I don't know. They go till they're about forty three or so, maybe a little older. Some can go a while, some die young. They don't last forever." 
And then she goes, then what happens? Oh, then their bodies turn into soil, and then they're, I don't know, they, they orbit the Earth once and join <laughs> the fifth dimension. What do you mean what happens? They die. This dude's the best. Steve is 63. He found out he's uh, on the spectrum two years ago. Oh, man. Otherwise, he's just been a guy who sounds like a children's television host. That's great. Wow. Now, there's a poor Taylor Swift. And poor, and, and, um, I am 32, and I have been single for 32 years. The purpose of a first date there's Ian. is Kenny to get G. a second date. <laughs> My ideal partner would be Lacey somebody who is running another company. Mm. I know. Not only we see each other like lovers, but also work partners. Like a helix of a DNA structure. And the bad thing is, some people in my life that I know are too dumb for her. You know what I mean? Like they, like she would, she would talk circles around a few of them. And there's uh, Sabad making this building too. I got a question to ask you. Oh no, okay. I'm not at this yet. He's not going to ask that to me. Do Mary. you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Of course. Oh, that is going to be the sloppiest BJ of all time. (laughs) It's going to smell like curry and runts. You just like make. (laughs) Oh, just stop. There's the cackle. Oh, those are the two that fell in love with each other. Oh, there's another Powell I can't watch this. You're spoiling it. You're ruining the future. (laughs) Only a few episodes in. I have fallen for love on the spectrum in a way that you can't imagine. I love your close eyes. It's, it's, you know, remember watching The Office when it first came out, how uncomfortable some episodes were, and you almost had to turn it? There's one notorious uh, episode of The Office called The Dinner Party that is so wildly uncomfortable to view because of the scenario they've created within that, the characters, that it makes you anxious and you want to turn it. This show has that times 10. There are a few moments where I'm like, please. Stop. Are they allowed to show this? Stop this. And not because oh, of that, because okay. of their conversations and their behavior and things they say that are just because that's the point of the spectrum. The reason we're watching it is because it's their social cues aren't normal. Their their ability to communicate is not on the track of what we consider normal. And the reason it's a TV show is to kind of giggle a little bit at it. Not so, but I love every character except that. The bod character. He's going to give me that. Like, he's a tough one. He's a tough one to look at. But uh, poor Taylor Swift would have me fooled at a bar for a little bit. She just seems like a quirky hipster. <laughs> Turns out you're dealing with somebody pretty heavily on the spectrum. And then that other one, the Lacey Shea Bear. I, I would be probably putting Lando Lakes on her nipples, and she would say something about owls that would make me go, she might be I'm not sure. <laughs> I would get down to getting her shirt off. And I'm not saying that because she's hot. I'm saying that that's one that would fool you because she's got great big boobs and she dresses nice. And she, you give her the giggles, makes you feel good. She drinks. That would be my first like problem as a guy. Like she's shooting tequila and having a Mai Tai. I'm like, I, I assumed pretty strict rules against that for people on high up on the spectrum. I figured their parents would have been like, no, we're not drinking. We're not going to add inhibition to this. We're not going to add poor decision-making to you. Uh, that's what alcohol is. And her, her aunt that she lives with like, you nervous for your day? Yes, I'm very nervous about my day. I would very much like to draw something about, I go into, do some animation right now. Goes, How about a shot of tequila? Yes, that's, that will calm my nerves. And I'm like, oh, this is a bad, bad thing. <laughs> her aunt's like, go get some. But then there's Steve. Who 
Hasn't been able to figure. Oh, wow, Brady, you look great today, friend. Anyway, I spent 60 years not understanding how come no one wanted to date me. Turns out, I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> and he dates some lady named Candida, which I always wondered why you named your kid Candida in the first place. That's just... I like how they are on the dating circuit when they are one years old. I've been single for oh, yeah. 32 years. Oh, they don't, have, they're, they're, they don't understand timelines. Candida is also a name for uh, uh, yeast infection. Yeah. And I've met two Candidas in my life. and I've... We worked with one. We worked with a Candida. Oh, really? Yeah, you know that. And I'm like, and so the one lady that Steve gets set up, her name's Candida. And he goes, ah, Candida. I like to hear words and play with them. And automatically, when I hear your name, I think Candy. And she goes, I go by Candida. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's just move on. It's pretty funny. You got to love this show. So much better than that Snowflake Mountains first seven minutes. But I got into love on the spectrum last night. And I frankly never want it to end. I think we should start vaccinating a lot more and make more spectrum kids because this show can't ever. Well, like, we need generations It will. It. Yeah, good. There's more and more of them, and I want to watch them date. And what I really want, oh, if the, if the bad girls gone God have one prayer in them today that works, please pray that I get to go to a restaurant this weekend and sit at the table next to one of these Spectrum dates because the conversations were, it was, it was a bullet train of words going, like just zigzagging all. It was switchbacks of, of verbiage. It was insanity. I gotta have this. It, Remember it, when I, you know, like the first time I went up to that NYT deli? Yeah. Three or four workers? Oh. Same way. You would never know until all of a sudden yeah. you get to talk to them a little bit and then. You can I, tell. They, there's a couple of uh, yeah. candidates that could be on the show that would be. I think awesome. I'm pretty good at spotting it. I think I'm pretty darn good at looking and going, mm, mildly on it. Like there's a blankness sometimes to the eyes that make you go, oh, okay. And then the conversation's like, oh, that was a little odd. I'm pretty good at spotting it. A couple of these, yeah, you can see it, but if you were drinking or at a bar, which is where the throw-off would be, like, I didn't think they were supposed to go to bars. Uh, then you're like, you, your assumption is nobody here is on the spectrum that right. badly. Yeah, right? yeah. That's a bar. She's just a little drunk, and drunk it makes her talk, makes her chatty. So you, you could get fooled by that one. The rest of them you know, like, okay, we got a spectrum problem here. we got something going on. Hey, I'm pretty good spotting. But what you really want to do is go to that NYT deli, Brady. Uh, and watch one of them get bonered up for the other, because that's when the real fun on the spectrum starts. This one starts getting erect. Now, now we got us a TV show. <laughs> well, Candida, I hate to break it to you, but I'm hard as Chinese algebra right now. <laughs> I got go by Candida, and I don't care if you have it. Let's get it on. And then, and then it's just miserable. You start welling up because Steve goes back after his date and looks dead in the camera and he goes, I'm just crippled by loneliness. Oh, he's 63. doesn't have much time left. I'm crippled by loneliness. I would just like to share the last part of my life with another person. Wow, that would be amazing. Hopefully it's Candida, the woman named after Thrush. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home and watch it now. Did he live at home? Did he hasn't. No, he's fine. He's on his own. He had a thriving career. Nobody knew what he. He just thought he was a weird guy. Well, everyone had. He was a children's television host. If I ran PBS, he'd be the first person to be like, "Okay, Steve, you are hosting a. Ch- uh, you are great at talking to kids because everything he does sounds like he's talking to children. 
That's a marvelous idea. I had never thought of that. Thank you for saying that. In fact, what he is is what you're supposed to turn into after couples therapy. You go to couples therapy, you're supposed to say, I appreciate you saying that. I heard exactly what it was, and I'm really happy you did that. Like, he says everything you're supposed to, like therapists always say, lay it out. Validate that person, and then let them know that that mattered to you. I heard what you said, and it was wonderful. Thank you for saying that. Like Nobody talks like that, but Steve was just the nicest weirdo in the world, but no one wanted to date him. 61, he's like, somebody's like, a friend of his is like, you ever look into that spectrum and stuff? I haven't. Thanks for bringing it up. Why? Why would you <laughs> think that would be? I think, you, I think you're on it. What a marvelous revelation we've had today. Let's go to the doctor. I think after this show, Steve's going to be in Poontown. Oh, Steve's going to be slammed. Mop up some serious spectrum poos. <laughs> I am drowning in spec puss. <laughs> I mean, it is... It's a rainbow of flavors for old Steve. Thanks for letting me be on the show. I swear to God, my favorite thing's going to fall off my body if I keep it up. (laughs) Did you know men can catch candida? Because I did. All right. (laughs) 69. Little Steve. Steve, Steve, please. I'm 63, but I'm just six years away from the big boy. All right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. You got to watch the show because it is. It not only makes you laugh, uh, it makes you. Re- it, it, it hits all the emotions. You're uncomfortable. You're sad. You're a little bit angry. You're anxious, and then you're like uh, moved when these uh, challenge people get hard for each other. <laughs> it's moving, Brady. <laughs> it's so much better than a rom com or a Nora Ephron movie. It's like real. It's real, and they like everything. Like Ricky Gervais said, it's like maybe they're right. They're never unhappy. They're mentally, it's mentally like it challenged. Seem like people. there's a the yeah. bad day is uh, they never sit and go oh, able to to battle that. I got to go to work tomorrow. I'm miserable. Like they're happy about everything. Spectrum's a little different, but man, if you've got a kid on the spectrum and you want to set him up, I'll chaperone because I want to hear the. I want to listen. I just want to listen in. I want to cuck some spectrum kids. That's exactly what this show is. <laughs> That's what you're doing. I am a spectrum cuck now. I can't get enough voyeurism into their world. And laugh at me all you want and say, oh, you're horrible. I didn't invent the show. It's it's spectrum cuckery. You're doing it, whoever produced that. Oh, I can't get enough. Anyway, that was my evening. I had, I had good intentions last night. And they with got, Snowflake? They got, yeah, they you got, woke up with a smile on your oh, face? I woke up laughing at the spectrum. Like intended. <laughs> what God intended. That's why those ladies climbed that mountain. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 602-585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's Friday. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you?
uh, getting it out there, getting ready to be in the heat. Uh, you were just talking about your – that sounds like a yeah. great trip Brett's going on this weekend. Are you talking about that? Yeah, talking, no, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Brett's riding his bike up to Moab. Yeah. That's beautiful. Me and uh, six guys, were, we're taking the bikes up Saturday morning. Out. That's great. And you're just – you're right up to Flag. Yeah, Flag yeah. to Moab. For here to Flag – Flag to Moab, uh, Moab to Grand Junction, Grand Junction to Durango, down the middle of the highway. Is Man Goop going? No. And the last time you guys did this, one of the bikes broke. Yeah. 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 Our, our promotions guy, Jacob, he was oh, the one who right. was with us. Yeah, that's his right. bike's the one that blew up, and then I broke my wrist last time. So we'll see that's what we can do right. this hey, time. Let's see if you can top the top <laughs> last trip. Oh, my God. That sounds gorgeous. Yeah. When did you plan this? I didn't know you were doing any of that. That's great. A couple Good weeks on you, ago, man. yeah. That'll be fun. Up to, we'll get used to it because well, you're getting out of the heat a little bit, I yeah. guess. Not gonna, all right. Well, never mind. You can't do that. I'm going to be diving into the heat. Now that we're talking heat stroke open and it's coming here in August, I'm prepping myself. I'm out in it all the time. Uh, riding the bike now around here, golfing as much as I can in this heat, getting ready for the heat stroke open. Tickets are going on sale July 11th. I'm very excited about this year's heat stroke open because uh, we're stepping it up a little bit. There's a lot more to offer uh, this year. The hole-in-one contest is going to be a monster. Sanderson, Ford, and Lincoln going to be in on that. Uh, they have a straightest drive contest. The Core Institute's given out a bunch of stuff, a putting contest. There's prizes from everybody. The 50-50 raffle is half to the Humane Society and half to the winner, unless the winner's, you know, nice and wants to give it all to the Humane Society. But it's going to be a nice chunk That's of change. That's the thing with the 50-50 raffle. Oh, you're always are brutal. a dick if you don't redone yeah. But I'll say... Uh, with the uh, hopefully with the size we come up with with for the fifty fifty raffle the plans we've got for this the good thing is you can t- cut a, a chunk of your winnings back to the humane society and still keep a nice amount for sure. yourself so then you know seventy five twenty five raffle is what I like to call it depends on the amount hmm. I uh, I've won one before that was twelve hundred bucks and it was like okay here's the here's my six you can have that and I was a hero everybody always oh, I'm like all right if it was more trust me I would have kept I would have kept that. <laughs> It was a nice. I could part with this play. and feel okay, but I mean, if this thing had hit like ten grand, you'd have gotten six hundred bucks still, and I'd have been floating out of there. But uh, it's pretty awesome, and you can do whatever you want. Fifty fifty raffles up to you. No judgment. You can be a dick and keep it for yourself and have everyone hate you, or you can give it to the charity. No judgment at all. None. Um, Seven twenty per foursome is what it costs, and it is on uh, August twenty seventh at Talking Stick Golf Club. Going to be a great time. Uh, it sells out fast. I'm already getting emails from people going, well, if I just sign up uh, and then can I build a foursome around that? No. No creepy weirdo singles can play. Uh, that's right, Berkowitz. I'm talking to you. He texted yesterday, well, if I just do that, sign me up and I'll just wait to be on a team that needs a guy. No. If you can't gather three friends, come on, Berkowitz. you're not invited. You're an adult. You should have three people that you can wrangle up for golf if you want to play in this thing, uh, at least. And if you don't, well then, let this heat stroke open be a lesson to you that you've done a poor job as an adult to have people want to do stuff with you. Get your teams together. Get your teams together. Have it ready to go. Get your office together. I mean, it's going to be a blast. And, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of cool stuff this year and tons of people getting involved. Uh, and also, if you get in on it, tournament players can book rooms at the Talking Stick uh, for $149 all in. That's without the resort. All of it's covered. Like, there's no extra hiddens on that. $149, you have got nice. a room, which is ridiculous because most of the time they say rooms start at $120, and it's $300 by the end of the thing. You're like, what happened? Yeah, resort fees. Yeah, and all, all, all gone. Yeah. $149 all in. So uh, it's it's great thing. So the, not only will we have the heat stroke open uh, going the entire time, then afterwards we're heading over to Talking Stick to try to get all our money back. 
Just a great party in the middle of summer, August 27th. We can't wait to have you out there. And thanks to our friends at Four Peaks Brewing Company, who are going to be providing all the cha-ching Chavez that day because the beer will be ready to go. And that also helps out the Humane Society. All of it for our fuzzy little friends over at the Humane Society. I got no complaints about this thing taking off and going bananas. I'm actually very excited about that. Now, the good thing is, is we're going to have the heat stroke open. Bad news is, more than likely, Brett's going to be in one of Brady's videos come uh, when we get back from vacation, because you're riding around with those six idiots uh, up in the, the Moab area. Uh, not all of you are coming back. Um, Miss New Booty's already threatened the guys. No boosties this time. So well, Yeah, you yeah. can't give him a little bit. If you forget, Brett was boosted up by his man friends. Yeah, to try Craig to, did that. And he dropped it. Through an adult boost. Fail. <laughs> oh, yeah. Step into my little hand harness, and I'll shoot you to the sky, Bert. <laughs> my you hand. You can have the highest signature on the wall. Bro, you're heavier than you look. <laughs> Said the weak guy that dropped bread on yeah. his ass. By the way, did you hear about the police-involved shooting right there last night? I'm pointing out our window. No. Right there, 52nd Street and Thomas. Like right up the street, there was just a... Oh, apartments or something. The apartments over there, over yeah. there, yeah. Somebody started shooting, and the cops took the dude out. We moved from the hood to the hood. I know. Yeah, this, this is, is crazy. Now, that's what I was going to say. It's like we were in Guadalupe, and I don't remember any shootings. No. A, a lot of activity. Oh, yeah. We had the barbecues in the parking lot all the barbecues time. Barbecues would happen. Uh, the, the loose, I think, robotic, massive murderous dogs of all sorts of breeds, shapes, and colors. Uh, but there was occasionally like a crime, but it was never like... We got them more over here than we did in the quad, and it's just this is a much better. Uh, they hit it better in the quad. I think they did. Well, yeah. they didn't have a police team. They didn't have yeah. like our cops show up over here. So yeah, they said a guy standing on the second floor landing with a gun in his hand told him to drop the gun, uh, and he didn't. And they plugged him, and he ran away and hid inside the apartment with a woman and two kids. And they went to the second floor and began telling the guy to come out. They eventually came out of the apartment, was arrested by the cops. They they shot him. I don't think they killed him. They said he's in critical condition. Jeez. How about that? Like right there. I drive by it every day. And then the sinkhole on Missouri is like right next to my house. Have you you go by it? Oh, you're not allowed to go down the road. I was going to take my bike over there, but they got everything roped off. And the dude was watching the thing break away. One of the neighbors was watching the thing just bust, and he's like, oh, the road's caving in. And then some lady just right in it. And as they're trying to get her out, uh, it's sinking more. So she's like, I don't want to move. And then she eventually got out and jumped off her car, and the car just kept going. Oh, thinking, I, I drive that road twice a day, every day. And it just happened to be the one time that the earth started to swallow up what was Where on was top it of it. Missouri and 22nd Street. Oh, man. it's I mean, it's like a drug den under the road. Finally. It's <laughs> less than a mile from my house. Oh, I it's thought a, we were getting El yeah. Chapo, man. Yeah. You took on the wrong turn. <laughs> And it is crazy. Am I reading when I do? Okay, I'm going to check this out in a second. My goodness, did I just get something weird? But uh, yeah, so the, the sinkholes are out there and everything else. And I'm and now my debate is because Megan goes, I don't think I'll ever drive down that road again. I'm like, that's like going where lightning already struck. Yeah. Now I'm worried about all the other stuff, like all the other roads that I'm. How many potential sinkholes? <laughs> yeah, because I'm on it all the time. That one's never going to sink again, is it? Like sinkholes don't double up. Chances are they're going in there and taking some engineers have checked this. I hope. When was the last one? Just from this one, I wonder when we in had Arizona. That. We have yeah. little ones. Nothing that swallows a whole road. This eight, all of it. I from know. From sidewalk to sidewalk. 
It just went in. And it was like a water break that just ate it up. It's creepy. You think about all the stuff. We think we're on just firm ground all the time. You're driving over all sorts of little hollow spots. and One of these days it might be yours. All in, by the way, if you've been listening all morning, you realize all I'm thinking about is my death because of this damn will situation. It's all I'm thinking about. Is this real? Did you just print this? Uh, Toledo did, but I got it too. Well, this is unbelievable. It's over? No, it's unbelievable. Oh, okay. Lady, Lady J. Gutentag. Just announcing to us. She's getting married. She's getting gay married. Is that right? That's right. Lady J is going to marry her beloved. Are we invited? So it says, I think we might be. I don't nice. know. I haven't read the whole thing yet. This is one you got to go to. I mean, nope. I know you said the last one. No. Nope. This be inter- entertaining, to say the least. Dear morning show, except Dick. <laughs> so, my musical favorites, it has happened. I have officially been shot in the heart by Cupid. You effing got me, man. No surprise, it's with the love of my life freaking 20 years. Stranged her together, the best ever. We're doing it out at the Perryvale Chapel. So they're going back to jail to get married. That's what I'm saying. Oh, she's in there, that's why. And Lady is, Ashley? Yeah. Uh, Alicia. Alicia. We're doing it out at the Perryvale Chapel. Soon. And after her release, look the f*** out, man. It's going to be quite the event. So your favorite dyke, Lady J, is off the market, man. Announce that to the world so these thirsty girls will get off my porch. (laughs) P.S. Now. (laughs) Some of those unsavory types I know will not be attending this event. Safety first, kindest regards, Lady J. Gutentag. Congratulations (laughs) to our own Lady J for her gay prison marriage. Ladies, back off. Damn it all. You might be right, Brett. I might have to break my I'm own rule. I'm telling you, one... this would be great. Ah, I swore off weddings forever, but the first invite I get after my last wedding is a prison gay wedding? Yeah. Come on. Praise God's not playing fair. Lady J announcing the hunt is over. That's right. Now, Brady, I've slayed a lot of <laughs> in my life. I've eaten a ton of fish. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> Nothing better than the conjugal visits I get when I ride out the Perryvale and Slap skin tags with Alicia. Oh, yeah, man. (laughs) Sometimes I get hard thinking about it. I'm going to be a a bride, man. Who will wear the dress? I'd imagine Alicia. Alicia. I I want Jay to wear the dress. I want Jay. Jay, I want you to wear the big, super top-of-the-cake dress. No way, man. How how long until the honeymoon? I don't know, man. Whenever, whenever this, whenever the yeah. governor pardons four to six, depending on your behavior. <laughs> our, honey, our honeymoon is four to six years from now, depending on behavior. You're right, man. Wow, that is unbelievable. Congratulations. So now, well, Jay, I'll go to that. Damn it! All right, one last wedding, but it has to be in a prison and it has to be lesbian. That was, I should have been my caveat. So I don't want to go to any more weddings. You can't turn that down. No. I've never been to Perryvale's Chapel or Perryvale for that matter. Wonder oh, how long, man. What are you giving them? You're cutting we'll it get, off. Or? No, to get into the chapel and stuff, you definitely gotta get frisk it. Oh, you yeah, know, the they probably have it off the thing. Would you go to that? Hell yeah! yeah. Imagine that we'll get to see real life ankles. Oh, <laughs> you're selling me, man. 
There's going to be a riot, man, that's for sure, because taking Lady J off the market's going to let all that caged puss inside go bananas when they hear the I do's and the bells ring, you know, man. Sometimes you just All gotta... that wicked tuna. <laughs> Alicia's tamed my tuna, man. This is the last time this can this is the last time this can gets cracked, man. Put a little mayonnaise on it. Let's slather it on some bread. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. This tuna's taken, man. <laughs> Congrats, Lady J. I didn't expect that news yet. Tell you what. Can Toledo go? Is there a chance? Idiots. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you don't want him to go? Dick. Okay. You may kiss the bride. Now, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. Well, I don't know that we're invited, but congratulations. We love Jay. She's great. Yeah, it might be a, a private thing. Maybe you can't have people Damn attending. It. Well, then we're going to have to have something afterwards, aren't we? <laughs> Yeah. Throw down in the yeah, parking lot. You guys can lot. be the wedding band. Oh, throw her a reception. Don't do that. <laughs> Oof, I don't want to volunteer the guys for that one, but I... <laughs> play another Cherry Bomb song or Runaways or something, man. <laughs> Just constantly playing ter- Tony Basil and the chicks with pop Jail songs. break. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, man, this is a good wedding. All right, now it's time to consummate this mother. So we're going to get in there, and I'm going to drive it in my lady friend. All right, congrats, Lady J. That is... Then we're going to take the guards on in a football game. I can't imagine. <laughs> like, uh, you're going to have to do some cleaning up for that wedding, Jay. It's big shaved. Oh, okay. Kind of like how my head was. All right. Yeah, right? That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Don't print that stuff up for me. Now I'm thinking about planning. Like, I want to be a, I want to be a prison lesbian wedding planner. I didn't even know that was a thing. Wow, that's great. Why not wait until they get out? Why do it now? I don't know. Anyway, good good for them. Well, amazing. Could be a while. Uh, this is another edition of What the F*** Going On? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 848. We got hot releases coming up in a little bit. <laughs> Speaking of hot releases, man, wait till you see your face when I Krispy Kreme oh. my bride. <laughs> 98KUPD. Congrats, Jay and Alicia. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. We'll get to hot releases in just a little bit. Before that, everybody's coming up with how to, I mean, how do I, reg- how do I get involved with Lady Jay's wedding? Everybody wants to know. Uh, well, they're registered at Home Depot. The cake is going to come from DeWalt. We found that out. Um, uh, wedding uh, got a guy who wanted to be the photographer. They've already got a uh, Perryvale who'll do that. The wedding photos are very easy. It's basically bride, turn to your right, and now to your left. Let's do a couple mug shots. And it turns out that Cupid's arrow was a shiv, which is really adorable, I think. Nice. <laughs> I'm fascinated. Lady J just texted me again. She goes, I thought we were already married, man. We went out when I got out of the joint, got married, but it turned out the cat was a charlatan. Now the papers went through. <laughs> Got to do it again. I am fascinated by this whole thing. COVID made it so I missed my gay neighbor's wedding, and that was evidently just a great time up in Colorado. But it wasn't in a prison. Oh, Yeah, this is going to be a throwdown. <sighs> well, we're not allowed to go to the prison wedding, by the way. Damn it. She's going to have one after. Uh, Jody Arias. We uh, can't go? No. no prison? It's too hard. 
she said we're going to have a shindig afterwards, which is great. Uh, I'll go to that. But the uh, the Jody Arias question that has been asked a hundred times already on emails is she going to be part of this? Jay, that's up to you. She's out there. You get Alicia in with Jody. Maybe make her the bridesmaid. One of them. <laughs> Stories forever. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> These ideas are awesome. <laughs> uh, it says that Jay is registered to vote. Her fiance is not. Uh, that's one thing you got to worry about. And Jay Grudentag is now in Hard Knocks. Orange is the new black and silver. I'm back, baby. Go Raiders. Knock wood if you're with me, man. What a fascinating world we live in now. Our grandparents, what a boring existence they had. No internet. No lesbian or gay weddings. All they did was just get mad at everybody. All we do is just open our eyes and go, is this real? Is this a thing? These two ladies can slap donuts legally with insurance and all that? This is a great place to be. For now. For now. Until the Supreme Court makes that thing illegal. All right, man. Well, I want to be at one of those. I was at that gay wedding, and then Clarence Thomas overturned it. This is amazing. Brady, it's over. The fun has yeah, just begun. I know John. you don't like the world that we're going towards, but man, oh man, is it better than the one that uh, your guy had an idea for. I like this wide open nonsense. It's funny. Much fun. And they got that nuclear plane floating around now. Forget about it. Sky cruise right this around the corner. Everything. I think we're part of Sims. And I think the 13-year-old that was running the thing invented the nuclear plane and then got bored. And now everything can happen. It's happening. It's nuts. What are you going to do? Uh, we got ourselves the hot releases coming up in just a little bit. We'll talk to you about that coming up next. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Again, Brady, one hour uh, and a, well, 30 minutes. You're going to have to go get yourself all that stuff for the heat stroke open. It's happening today. Get your sweatsuit. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get it all ready. Get one of those uh, wrestling outfits to lose to make weight. Oh man, uh, I did that last year with the uh, with the Rocky robe. Woo. Did you? Oh, that's right. That was. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's, oh that, man, that, that that does not breathe. No, not at all. No, that is a. Uh, that's a. I have that same robe. Susan made me take it. I said, take that off. You're gonna you're gonna die over that's here. That's not right? why Susan did that. Well, you know, hey, she wasn't concerned do? about your health. What are you gonna do? Why don't you take that off? Oh, <laughs> this year you're uh, you get to use your Rocky sweatsuit. Step it up. Oh. <laughs> we'll see what we got. Oh. So much going on. Heatstroke <laughs> Open is going to be a monster this year. It's going to be great. And uh, Brady just said we're still coming up. I want everybody, like you've got a hole. Brady's got one. Uh, Toledo's got one. I've got one. Everybody come up with a gimmick for your own hole. Uh, the people that are uh, sponsoring the holes are allowed to do that too. So we got a couple of people coming up with their plan for you know what they want to do. The whole thing's just going to be a party, goof off. We're going to have so much stuff to do. Uh, a hole-in-one contest. Uh, we've got a driving range deal. We're going to blast through glass at the driving range. you got uh, it's just so many fun things that they've got this year at this tournament that uh, makes it more than just a golf tournament. And the whole reason we do it is for the Arizona Humane Society. So it's even better. Uh, the 50-50 raffle, our buddy uh, Doug Hopkins has stepped up and helped out with that thing. That's going to be worth a pretty penny. And plus all day you can be able to, to do those QR codes and load it up as we go. Four Peaks will have our beer out there. Cha-Ching Chavez is going to be ready. Uh, a couple of kegs going out Wednesday, as I understand it. 
I'm thinking. That's, That's the rumor. That's the rumor the that rumor. I yes. may be hanging out with yeah. a couple kegs. A couple of Tap it. early mm-hmm. kegs of the Cha-Ching Chavez will be out this week. The official release coming up uh, the day uh, 27th, right? T- Tuesday the 27th, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to have a big party down there for that. Uh, you can get all those things ready to go. It's going to be awesome. And it's all for the Humane Society. We want to help them out. Again, their news came out yesterday that they are running 750 animals heavy. And they need to uh, do something about that by the end of the month. So if you're in the market for a new best friend, plenty of places to check out. Uh, they work. A lot of them work together. Like I work a lot with Lobster Home Pet Rescue, who works a lot with the Humane Society. They work uh, in conjunction. Humane Society has asked uh, for everybody out there to, uh, if you're missing a pet, if you're doing, you can go find your dog or cat and check them out. 750 is a large number for them to say uh, in order to keep this thing going without having to get crazy. They got to do that now. So uh, they're in peril, summer peril, and uh, it's not good. So uh, we want to help them out the best we can, and money and food and all that other stuff always helps. If you got anything like that, you can help out without being part of the golf tournament. But if you want to help out and be part of the golf tournament, well, there you go. Today, 10 o'clock, one hour, 28 minutes from now, uh, 98kupd.com. You can get your foursomes all set up, signed up, and ready to go. And it happens fast. Most years, it happens mighty fast. To get ready. Brady, uh, 4th of July is a big reason why dogs go missing, those fireworks. Yeah. Although I do have to say, nice job by most everybody this year. We kept it on the 4th, at least in my neighborhood. I got an email from a guy this morning. He said, for some reason, they're going off this morning. A few idiots will still do it, but. We had a little on That's Saturday. Morons. Which is. Morons. Luckily, it was. Were you involved in that? No. Okay, good. Yeah. No, but what I had heard, uh, it was a very calm, pretty much, yeah. on the 4th, and that was it. I think fire. I think the dog thing gets through, but I think really what starts to register was the post-traumatic stress war veterans that started to say, we hate it. Stop it. And it, most of them do. There's a lot who, who can't tolerate that. And I think that's uh, finally getting to people. See, on the 4th of July, it's fine. And on uh, New Year's Eve, it's fine. But let's not start sparking them up here on the 10th and the 11th. You don't know what's going on. And people lose their pets. Their, their grandpa goes nuts. You know, you never know. Some Vietnam veteran, some... Uh, Afghan or Iraqi veterans sitting there. You never know what's living by you that can't tolerate surprisingly loud uh, mortar rounds going off. You just don't need that. Uh, I got an email from somebody about the fourth. Pretty great stuff. And it goes back to me saving lives, which is really why I'm here, Brady. You know, 21 years ago when we started this, I said, if I could just save one life. That's all I would take. That's all I was here to do. Well, I think I did. So I said, John, ever since the pandemic hit and I heard you dogging on how you don't eat food prepared at someone's house and then brought to another location, I fully realized why yesterday. Now, this was written to me on the 5th of July. At a barbecue with some friends, I ate, as Brady would say, an appy pappy. Uh, P.S. <laughs> worried about next week, which is today, uh, because one week of Brady being off the air usually comes back with pretty solid dad jokes. Just preparing myself. Anyway, ate the Appy Pappy, which tasted pretty good. Then watched my brother-in-law pull a long 7 to 10 inch hair from his mouth from the same dish I was eating. Shortly after that, a five-year-old decided that it was time to blow out the candles on a cake that was nobody's birthday and spit all over it. (laughs) Never again will I eat potluck or somebody's pre-prepared and mobile meal. In t- from home to home. You're saving lives, John, and I appreciate it. Uh, Nicole, 55. Well, Nicole, I'm glad I could help you out. And always as a reminder, 
Never trust anybody's home fruits. I learned this from Brady's daughter's finger and Brady years ago. I was always skeptical of it, but never once will I go into somebody else's cooler of food if they've made food from home and brought it somewhere else. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. You can't sue them. There's no health inspector. Do they have cats? Do they have kids? Do they have bathroom habits you're not a fan of? At least with a restaurant, you can sue them when you get sick. When somebody brings food to your house or you eat at somebody else's place and there's food brought in from other homes, it's your ass. You, you made that. You're, you're Brittany Griner, basically. You made a terrible decision. <laughs> and you have to pay the piper. When you get diarrhea from potlucks, that's on you. And I know Brady's against this, but I'm right and he's wrong. Sometimes you have to take those risks. No, you don't. Ever. <laughs> Look, Brittany, no, you don't. I know you love it's weed. On me. It's no different. It's on me, John. It's no different. I'm, I fully admit that. And I agree with that philosophy right there. If you just heard what Brady said, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. And that's basically what it is. Brady is willing to get sick at anything where there's free food. Not true. It, very Not true. true. Very true. You will gorge yourself into a heaping mound of illness if, if the food is good and free. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is <laughs> that, that's exactly what I just a said. A little bit better. No, because there's some places I've gone to. So I, I won't touch the food. Where? Somebody's house? Yeah. Every Who? now and then. I might not eat. It depends. That's it's not, not like it happens all the time. <laughs> That's never happened, or that it has ever occurred. You've always eaten. If there's You've a heard of Haley's comet, it comes around every you know. Went to my uncle's funeral to see what the spread was like. Knew the guy for eight minutes. Yeah, see what this pinwheels. All right. That's fine. You enjoy that, but again, Brittany I've never enjoys turned the down weed. the food at a f- funeral. All right, at a, w- a good wake spread, they're usually a good. Nice. Yeah, you like that. Yeah. <laughs> Getting the message completely of why we're all there. <laughs> but yeah, like Brittany loves weed, Brady loves food. Both willing to pay, hopefully, one of them's not, willing to pay for the uh, crimes committed. But again, yeah, you don't know. Like Mary Tangeman used to bring that ranch dressing in here and it was kind of orange. I always assumed she sat in it for a little while. I thought there was some sort of a bodily Whoa. fluid. Yeah, I just, I, I assumed the worst. Nobody makes orange ranch dressing. So it became Mary's... Ranch is what we called it because she had reddish hair, and I assumed there was something, you know, her complexion was getting into the ranch. We don't know why. Debbie downstairs and her seven-layer dip. You know what you can hide in that? And as often as Debbie said she hated working with a lot of the people here, I'm not eating anything she so brings good. in. So good. Yeah, I know. You're one of them she didn't like, so enjoy enjoy her feces or whatever she put in there. I recovered. Maybe it doesn't make you sick, but you still ate someone's and that's the problem I have. I don't ever want to be under the thumb of the guy who goes, you know what I made him do once? He ate my own and he doesn't even know it. That makes it worse. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Nicole, five five-foot-long hairs coming out of somebody's mouth at a potluck. If you ever eat a potluck again, you enter Brady's world. And you just say, well, Pull the hair out and get back it. in it. Well, that is just <laughs> You're one nasty human being. That's gross. My friend Phil, he comes to the house for Steeler games and stuff, and he saw through the window that one of my cats was up on the counter once. And he's like, oh, I can't eat here. And I'm like, I don't blame you. That's a good move on your end. That's right. Philly delivered pizza and stuff to the house, but he can't eat anything out of our kitchen. And he was right, because our cat was up on the counter, which I don't like either. But when you see that, it changes everything forever, and Phil made the right choice. Besides that, I'm not cooking for anybody. That's ridiculous. That's my stuff. 
but I learned it from Brady's daughter when she had a 14-pound booger on one finger like Curly Neal spinning that thing. She was oh. doing tricks with it. She dunked it once and got it back, reaching into that bag of community chips and looking dead in my eyes. Soon to become Kirby's chips. Oh, they were all Kirby's chips. And then all the food, because all I had to do was say, Brady, did Kirby help you with those sandwiches last night? She sure did. Kirby Derbs helped a lot. No one ate the food. I put a stop to the whole thing. <laughs> I had sandwiches for weeks. <laughs> yeah, good for you. You can eat Kirby's boogers. It's fine with me. I'm not doing it. It's a lovely gesture. And you know what was even better? The Mexican restaurant in Sedona where we finally ate. <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, anyway. So, Nicole, 55, I'm glad. Spread the word. You survived. Again, my, everybody called me crazy. Every, oh, you're paranoid or whatever. What's the first thing they can't – not even a joke. The first thing that got canceled with COVID, the very first thing the CDC said we need to stop Buffets. doing. Buffets mm-hmm. and potlucks. First two things are like, this has to end immediately. First thing. In a worldwide pandemic, they were most concerned about. Ooh, buffets have got to end. And they still didn't bring them back in Vegas. No, they're Some, still gone. They're, yeah. Most of them are all closed still because they're like, it is kind of gross. Buffets aren't pretty. And people buffets are even worse. Human buffets at their houses. Are, well, didn't you get food poisoning at one of those buffets? I got one. Yeah, my friend Ray brought back scallops and I ate one. Oh, I, man. Don't act like you wouldn't have. I for a month. <laughs> scallop buffet. Oh. I wasn't a scallop buffet. You've been to a Vegas buffet. They got yeah, seafood, Chinese, yeah. Italian. Oh, I've been. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> Thirty-four bucks. Don't you tell get them. Around the world. <laughs> Flavors from around. Look at me, Ching Chong Chang. I'm eating Chinese. Brady, you don't have to be racist about each one. Ooga booga, ooga booga. Look at me. Fried life. I'm in Africa. Ooga booga. Stop it. Hey, oh, yeah, hey, oh, I didn't even know that was part of the buffet. <laughs> Fry bread. So, yeah, anyway, uh, I'm happy to help. Happy to help. It's dangerous. Barbecues are a little different because you can actually watch the guy cook it and fire. But if, yeah. the, if it's a stack of burgers, when you get to the place, don't touch it. Meat sitting outside for a while. There's no real standards. Oh, I don't get it. I don't get why anybody does that. Horrifying. That's why we invented restaurants. We didn't have to eat at people's houses. (laughs) Too many people were dying. Uh, There you go. Uh, Just a few minutes away. Two things are great today. You got the heat stroke open going on sale at 10 and then uh, tonight. Slurpee day. And Slurpee day. Three things. Three (laughs) things. 7-Eleven day. Slurpee. Three Slurpees. Uh, You got yourself the heat stroke open. And, of course, Better Call Saul is back for the final six or seven episodes. I don't know how many are left. Oh, very excited. I just want to go home, lay down, wait for 6 o'clock to show up. Watch me some Better Call Saul. What a day. Uh, it's 841. Get ready for uh, uh, What Would Brady Do? That's coming up next. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not, he's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98. Carlos Mencia is here. I believe, Carlos, you were at the uh, – are you at – Masturbating? Yes, I was. <laughs> you were masturbating. Yes, I was. If As I'm not was mistaken, coming in here. it is the only way I can tolerate you people. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you got to get a load out so yeah, you can last yeah, longer. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
I've done that on a you know a date that you're expecting. You gotta you know yeah, close up the course. Uh, empty yeah. the tanks before you get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Make sure uh, make sure you're not loaded. <laughs> are you at the improv? Yes. Yeah, you're at the improv. This at week. the Tempe so Clubs now. I don't even know who's where. Yeah, uh, exactly. Carlos is at dude. the improv this weekend. Uh, if you want to go see him, of course you can go to Tempe first two shows are amazing. What is that? Amazing. Then what happened? Last night and the night before. Oh, I, I oh, thought yeah. you meant the first two were going <laughs> to. I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> like, no, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. No, it, I'm kidding. It's, it's been you amazing. You have amazing. telling us a story about uh, the guys that you're traveling with right now and their situation, right? They're not here with you They're, in the building because? Because my opening act, Cisco, who's about 350. Let's mm-hmm. get that out of the 350 way. 350-pound man. 350. And, you know, and this is me telling him, if you're going to come on the road with me, you got to lose weight. And he did. Really? So 350 is his slimmed down. Down to his 350? His slimmed down. And the reason you did that is because you didn't want to find him. Yeah. And yeah. you can't. You can't. <laughs> right. You don't you want know to what Ralphie it is? May that, right? Exactly. Yeah. Plus, you know, being on the road, getting up. What, what, case in point, he's not here right now. Exactly. Right? And these are the moments that I open up for these guys. Right, because yeah. for me, it's like they can build a relationship with you. Yep. Exactly. When they come back in a year or whatever it is, you know with what I mean. The club, They're not with they look me. Good with everything. Exactly. Right. But <clears throat> excuse me, one of my buddies, it's his birthday, and and then this other dude, and anyway, three very obese people <laughs> are making some very crazy sounds. Uh, and all I can think of for some reason is potatoes and bacon. Like I, I, I for some reason feel like I'm that's gonna, what it smells like. I'm going in there after this just to see if my 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 gut is right. And I think right. it's. I swear it's going to smell like potatoes like and bacon. Nine hundred pounds of sex in a hotel room. Yes, smells like a buffet. A breakfast buffet is what you think. Yeah. I want to come with you. Can I come right, with you? I want right, to see you now. You talk the, me into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that. The only thing is he did get two beds. So oh. are, are, is that going to be good, like where they can toss one they off into off. the extra bed? <laughs> what are you? Do you I'm know what I mean? To, yeah. Like catch and like, release. Like, uh, yes, exactly, yes. dude. Like, 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 like let's hold this one off and put that one. More maybe like that. A, a break place, like the like because the, the breathing's not going to be strong. The heart rate's going to get a little high. Maybe they have to go sit one out, almost kind of take a little break and get cold. But over. hopefully that stench will dissipate. Oh. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? You know, we talked about this yesterday. Poor maids of hotels. They don't even realize who – and now you're giving this, this. I will never say that because, you know, like my whole thing is I – you know, like even with my wife, we, we don't have – Period six at the house. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody should. No. It's always uh. in the yard. But Maria had the quality in. I know this much. When she sees that I'm coming, she gets happy, dude. Because I leave her a huge you do. tip. You oh, leave a tip. yes. See, I don't. Oh, God. I pay exorbitant fees at the thing, and I assume that goes into their lives. Oh, no, no. I leave a $100 tip, dude. I just try like not every, to. Like every crazy night. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, after one of those. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure, yes, sure, yes. Absolutely. And yes. they get so happy. Yeah. Like, I thought I, you meant generally you just give her a hundred bucks and then get her in there for periods. I sake. generally normally do. <laughs> Come on in, Maria. Here's hundred dollars. Come on in, Maria. I'll do it. <laughs> right. She takes her gloves off. No, she it. starts taking off her clothes. She's like, no, 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 no. This is for real stuff. This is for real stuff, Maria. I have to tell you, I'm on my period. Uh, oh, right, right. It's very clean. Oh, see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so but that's this, our thing. This event that's happening in the hotel right now is three. Hundred pound people, yeah, and there and there and there were uh, there uh, were extracurricular things involved as well. Tell us a thing so, about the shower. Yeah, <laughs> this is the last thing you heard before you went to bed last night. This is what I heard. Let's get in the shower. Yeah, let's get in the shower. 
But if we get in the shower, we're not going to be able to use soap. And I went, I don't want to know why. Yeah, I have I'm out. I'm out. That's $25,000 question. I have no idea. I assume that because they're big, it might get slippery. <laughs> I'm assuming <laughs> this. Carlos, if that's their concern, why shower? Because that's automatically slippery. So because this, you want to add to it's it? It's like in the rainforest. Listen, I, I want to so. say that it's sexual and <laughs> sensual, but I'm thinking that even when I watch... National Geographic, there's a waterhole moment. So maybe, maybe they're under a waterfall. Maybe this is the waterhole moment. Maybe this is that moment of like, let's go get. I, 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 don't, I have no clue. And I don't, I don't And don't want forget to the know. peanuts. We can't use. And it was agreed upon. It wasn't like a shocker when the, when the girl said, we can't use soap. Everybody's like, oh, of course not. Of course not. That we was know. the weird part. That. Yeah. They all went like, of course not. And I was just like, I don't want to know this. I'm kind of like, I already have knowledge of stuff that I never want in my head. My parents banging. You know what I mean? Like, I, I caught it. Remember, no soap. And my father winked at me. That is not a joke, dude. And my mother, I had no idea. I mean, they had a lot of kids, so I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So she was hovering. Right? right, she was hovering on her knees, but hovering. Right, and my dad was on the bottom doing that quick up yeah, thingy yeah, yeah. thingy. <laughs> and I opened the door and I froze, and my father looked right at me and with Wait. his right winked, oh. and I just <laughs> and I thought that was the end of it. But of course, every once in a while, oh. when you sex comes around <laughs> or talk of sex comes around. At the dinner table, I'll get a wink from my father. Oh. I'll be like, "Ugh," and then he'll be like, "Oh, you don't know we have sex?" Okay, fine, fine. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate it. Ah, that's horrifying. Yeah, I know. I know you have sex. I don't want to yeah. think about you having sex. Oh. Yeah. So, have you ever been caught? Uh, not yet. You got kids, right? Yeah, and not yet. Not, not yet. You assume <laughs> they are going to bust in. No. Oh no, I did get caught for the first time. Okay. During COVID. Oh, you did. Well, okay, so. We have a pattern. We've had a pattern. And our pattern is, you know, when my wife gets crazy, you know, she's like, hey, we need to. It's a thing. We need to do something right, here. Right. We need to be a couple again. Mm -hmm. She'll pick a place. Right. Right. So like here, it'll be. Uh, what's the, There's a hotel here. I can't remember the name of it because she loves it. That has like water and stuff around it. It's a huge resort oh, around here couple, somewhere. High at a Ganey Ranch. We got that. We got the. the Weston, Kierland, uh, Arizona, Arizona Grand. There's low. That's the one. That's that's that's, so that's the one. Okay. So we come here. We go there. Yeah. You know, once every couple of years, Beautiful. get crazy, leave a tip. We were talking about this yeah, for yeah. Maria, so oh, she yeah. can take care of all the nastiness. All the <laughs> but so we can't. Right. Blue. This we're we're in quarantine. So my wife keeps saying to me, "Let's get crazy," and I'm saying to her, "Listen, I know that this sounds very weird for me, but I can't do that in our house with our children." Right. I can't. It just feels weird to me. I just, I don't. Right. I, I can't, I can't put my hands on a tortilla and give it to my son knowing where my fingers were like 30 <laughs> seconds ago. Do you know what I'm saying? I just, I just can't. I just, hey, enjoy your tortilla. Hey, this is musty. What? Shut up and eat your tortilla. You know? It smells like grandma's basement. It's so salty. <laughs> eat it. So yeah, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> so my wife, um, uh, about she doesn't like me to drink in front of the kids. Right. So about an, a month and a half into quarantine, she gives me a glass of scotch. Mm. Right for you people, I'm not being pretentious. I'm just really being. I'm being honest. Uh, Lagavulin 18. Oh, 
Oh, that's the scotch. Good stuff. That I love. It's 20 but years. it's very peaty. Yeah. It's very peaty and very strong. Yeah. So my point is you won't be able to tell if somebody sneaks something in your drink. So you can she sneaks something in my drink. What? And about 45 minutes later, I start feeling a little tingle in the tip of my fingers. Yeah. Don't know what it is, but I'm starting to get a bit energetic. Now I'm putting my three-year-old son to sleep. I don't have a shirt on, and he's naked. And his soft, what? delicious, warm skin <laughs> felt so good that I'm like, wait a minute. This is not – this is no. – wait a minute. And then I get an erection. No! Yes. I have to call someone. I have to make a phone call. So now I go – I'm like, she put Molly and grinded up Viagra in my drink. <laughs> so I put our son in the crib and I like literally aggressively trying to be angry on the happiest drug ever. Right. So in my head, I was like, what did you do to my drink? But I think in reality, I was like, so did you put something nice in my drink? <laughs> so, so, so I open the door and I go, seriously? And she goes, well, now do you want to get crazy? Yeah. And I'm like, well, now that you roofied me, sure, why not? <laughs> You're a me too Let's candidate. go, Cosby. You're a hashtag me too. Yeah, so she's holding, you know, a little a thing about, I don't know, maybe three to a half, four inches right. big in her hand. And she goes, I want to use this. Get to work. And I said, great, let's do it. Yeah. She was shocked. So she goes, wait, wait, wait. Really? You're not, you're cool with using extras? I'm like, yeah. So then she brings out one that's like six and a half inches. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. Then she goes, really? And I said, yes. And then she pulls out this thing. I, listen, I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. It was so big that I didn't even think it was a play toy. I looked at her and went, okay, Black Lives Matter, but why is this the appropriate time? It literally looked like a black fist from the Panthers to hold it up. And and she goes, let's do this. And I said, great, let's do this. But then I, when you do that type of activity, you yeah. usually have a bowel movement pretty quickly around oh that time. God, what are you doing in there? Because it's you mean a Molly? speed. Yeah, oh, I thought you meant the black fist. No, no, no. no. Oh, my God. No, no. That's what I thought was happening. What are you doing with that? Oh, this took a no, no, turn. No. I'm saying when you do when you do drugs that speed yes. up your metabolism, God, it yeah. made complete sense to I me. I kind of forgot if about the Molly. To be honest, I was yeah. so so so, so she put so, so I so we go. Hey, let's go to the bathroom. And oh. here's the weird part. I remember when we first went into quarantine. I told my wife, I go, you know what? America is is the most amazingly just undivided country. And she goes, but everybody thinks we're divided. And I said. And I didn't believe that, and here's why. Because the minute they told us to quarantine, it doesn't matter, like, every single friend I know in every part of the country. The minute they were told to quarantine, everybody went, oh, my God, I'm going to poop a lot. Let's get toilet paper. I don't know <laughs> yeah, what that was all that about. Was I don't know what that was all about. It was and, wild. But think about how awesome that is. In other countries, they were concerned with what am I going to put in my mouth? How right. am I going to feed myself? Right. Yeah. In America, we went, God, I Hope I don't get hemorrhoids. <laughs> like you know what I mean. I need to keep my ass clean because I'm going to be eating more. Yes, yeah. and and soft and all this. So anyway, um, she. You took we go dumps. and there's you no took... no there's no toilet paper. Oh God! Ironically, right there's no toilet paper. I have a bidet in my house. Of course, I had never used this bidet before. There is no how to no it's a, bidet it's... videos. You learn after the first time. 
So, first of all, I didn't realize that the thing is pressurized. Right. <laughs> Rooster tail. I did not know that. Yeah. And I did not know you're supposed to back up into it I because it didn't feel right. Maybe I'm just not as mean? flexible as before. Well, because, okay, so first of all, it's back a faucet that it. looks like a toilet, right? Yeah, it's yeah. literally oh, a faucet yeah. that looks like a toilet. Yeah. And you can't turn it on first because then it'll go everywhere. Right. So you got to back up and you then look back it. and turn it on. It yeah. didn't feel right. I see. I understand. Like you're aiming too much into this area. Yes, exactly. You're trying and you're not. Right. And, then, and then my head is like in a weird place because there's a nozzle that moves up and down and sideways. Yeah. And I can't get over the fact that it moves sideways because I'm going, who required this part? It's a water weenie. I could understand if your you know, hole is higher or lower, but not to the left. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I, I try to do it forward, and I turn it on, and the thing hit my nuts so hard, dude, that I was like, okay, that's not it. Now my wife is like, dude, get it done. Get it done. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, yes, but I don't know how to do this. Is the least romantic story I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, it is not romantic at all. Oh, at all. And then, uh, so th- so then she goes, you need to turn around. So then I realized that my, um, my, my anus is very temperature sensitive. I did not know that either. <laughs> I did Molly? not know that either. Maybe the Molly's not helping. Maybe not. But maybe when that is. cold water hit it, yeah. oh, God, dude, yeah. that you, you could not – I could not squeeze a fart out of that thing in that moment. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it it was, it was, yeah, it was bad. So now I figure, okay, I got it. So I turn on the water and I get the right temperature and I back up into it. And then my wife is like, you have to turn it on high. So she just leans over and blasts the stuff. I hate that you're in the same room doing this. Oh no, that's not the worst part. The worst part is water. Goes out. It's oh, like an alleyway, right. bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not the worst part. Yes, it is. No. The uh, worst part is my hugest fear uh-huh. came true. As that whole thing goes down, my son walks right past it. My three-year-old son walks right past it, and the water hits him. Oh, yes. Where is it? In the hallway? No. Why is there a community bathroom going on? It isn't. He, she didn't lock the door. So he came in our room. This was the whole reason I didn't want to do this in the house in the first place. (laughs) I told you. That isn't getting caught having sex. That's caught having a group dump. That's post. (laughs) That is disgusting. Were you holding a big fist? That I was great. not. You go back oh, to your yeah. room and you point that with it. Great. You, looked <laughs> you go right back to your room, son. No, what what happened was I got pissed at her because I was yeah. like, you see, I told you this yeah. is why I didn't want to do this. You know, yeah. and then she's like, of course, I'm sorry. And she takes him in. And then by the time I get out, yeah. she has a plethora of toys that I have never seen <laughs> on the edge of the bed. Like one of them, I swear to God, I was like, are we doing Leatherface? What is this thing right here? Like there was one that literally looked like I was going to, all right, get ready. You know what I mean? I like at the Mencia household, though, it's like, I'm in. Go wash your ass. (laughs) And they're both fine with it. I've never said that to Megan. I've never done that. But hey, I'm ready. So my wife and I, we didn't realize this. If if I sit on my bidet and I lean about five to seven degrees to my left and go up, I can see her on her bidet across, you know, from us. So 
when we put him to sleep, we did dueling masturbation. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm not proud of this. I've been seeing you for two <laughs> years, and this is how we talk? <laughs> but what, Hi, like, how are you, not, was what I'm, I asked you. I'm not happy about this. <laughs> the, the, this is me oh, venting no, with my friends. <laughs> like, this is not me being you, happy. You None left, of this story is happy, Carlos, bro. Carlos, you left a conversation when somebody said no soap because you're done, and then you bring us this party? <laughs> yeah, but you told me what happened at the house and how crazy that's it is, good. and yeah. that's that's <laughs> oh god, yeah, yeah. Well, and I found so that I'm a good spanker. Don't recommend that. <laughs> I did not know I was a good spanker. spanker. That's a good thing. I realize that when you spank a woman the right way, mm-hmm. that they turn around to look at you and they give you this look of like, was that really you? Yeah. I had never yeah. noticed that before. They're like cats. Yeah. If you whack a cat in the ass the right way, they yeah. never go away. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. the way it is. And yeah. and she did that, and that's the one thing I got from this because I do that as a joke, that look. Yeah. And the reaction <laughs> that it gets when I turn around on stage is unbelievable because yeah. every woman is like, oh, my God, and every guy's like, oh, I've never seen that before. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. It well, got really bad. It yeah. got really crazy And you bad. guys did close up. Like, the kid didn't interrupt it. The, the bidet sightings, the dumping, the smells. Did you at least wink? Yeah, you had Adam? to give the kid a wink. No, I felt so bad, dude. I felt so bad. Man. So bad. Wow. Yeah. Well, that is, well, well welcome back. Yeah. yeah, welcome yeah. back. Oh to no, this society, was this though. was just um, our April of last year. <laughs> we had a whole other year to deal with. We were yeah. You this this was just the beginning of it. it. COVID's early days. Yeah, this nice. was early COVID days, yeah. and then after that, she calmed down because yeah. of all the all the craziness that occurred. There's too Thank much God. species. You got to yeah. slow it down a little bit. Yeah, but I didn't know the, that about Molly. Molly opened you up, huh? It, it's like blow. It is. I didn't know. In that I, respect. I've done neither, so I yeah. don't know, but I've heard so, that. That's what everybody says. Yeah. I've heard cocaine actually uh, binds you up. I have no idea. It's not my thing, know. so. I don't, have, I don't have a clue. You know, unless my wife is around to drug me. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, what else did you do last year? Did you have any moments that stand out outside of the time you two bedate each other with fists? <laughs> the lean over. I like the lean over discussion. I love that. It's like, oh, there It was amazing, dude. Oh. And, and I hate her bidet because there's hate a, her bidet, too. There's a male's, <laughs> male bidet, right, which is a nozzle and a thing and the female bidet, bro, is literally a shower head yeah. right in the middle of the toilet. Yeah. And they just turn it on and it goes right up there. Like there's no aiming. There's no anything. <laughs> but with I was no so toilet jealous. paper, you had to clean the bidet after. Well, what you do is there's a little there's bit so of much- soap. And- <laughs> oh, God. No, 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 no. Why it's not like that. that. Yeah, it is because if, uh, if you didn't have any toilet paper to get away. Well, I think it depends something. on how, you know, how continent you are, I guess, would <laughs> yeah. be the word. You know what I mean? <laughs> You can How be you are. I don't know. Kind of snap you're getting. I don't know what you ate for dinner. You, tortillas seem to be a common theme. Well, you know what? Yes, a lot of except, bread. Uh, I've pretty much been eating decently healthy okay. meals. Good. Which you know what? It's about the proportion. As long as <laughs> right. you, for me personally, I don't know about. I don't get swamp ass if <laughs> if if I right. eat proportionally. Yeah. Right. It's when you eat way too much. Yeah. That it's kind it's of like never ending, never ending sausage, volume, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, oh, it's overweight, there's another one, you know what I mean? Wait, there's another one, you know what I mean? It's like DJ Khaled. Yeah, another one. <laughs> right. Exactly, dude. So as long as that doesn't happen. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, well, but, that's fantastic. but I've never taken off that much time in my life. Yeah, you uh, took off. You took off for. Th- well, you said thirty years. You've been on the road. Uh, in doing thirty-two comedy. years since 1988, I had never taken off more than ten days straight. 
What was your first? What was your first show? Do you remember? Of course you remember. Uh, my first show, yeah, I came back on a Thursday night. No, not that. You're very eighty eight. Oh, my very first show. Yeah, where was it? It was at the uh, Laugh Factory. Oh, you went right in the Laugh Factory? Right into the Laugh Factory. Walked up on stage and went boom. Went on stage, and it was funny because I told the guy to say, hey, this is my first time ever. Yeah. And when I got off stage, the owner, Jamie Masada, he's this Jewish guy. He's like, buddy, buddy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me tell you something, buddy. (laughs) This whole gimmick with the first time, genius. I go, what do you mean, gimmick? You know, gimmick, your thing, your thing. I go, what do you mean, my thing? You did. You pretend this very first time. Yeah. Like, dude, that's my first time ever. That's and awesome. he said the most amazing thing, and then the most racist thing. He goes, <laughs> and both he was trying to help. Number one, he goes, never stop doing this, ever, never stop doing this. Great. And I go, any more advice? Do more joke about lowrider. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, what lowrider jokes, dude? You he just went racist, like. He just, like, immediately, like, you are funny, you beaner. Like, what? Hold on, wait, what? Wait, what? Like, I thought your tortilla joke was yeah. racist. Oh, it's this wildly racist. It wasn't a joke. I was calling back to when you were serving I tortillas. Know, I, know, I know. I was just making a reference to your dietary. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I it, assume it's heavy in that. It was, uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> that I, is bigotry. I, I am, I'm doing that I am purpose. pretty. I am pretty, like, you know. And my kids are the same. My son's birthday was recently, and, and he's four now, and he was like, can we have tacos? I'm like, okay. that's <laughs> Who's fighting You could have had anything, but, <laughs> you know. And then his uncle, my brother, he's actually a taco guy. His name is Big Bird's Tacos, so he actually has a taco business. So he comes over and makes tacos, and everybody loves it, and it's yeah. great. Well, yeah, and, and I, I can't even mention that, or I'm racist. Oh, you can. You're not racist. <laughs> oh, I am. I'm a bigot. I'm a wild bigot. I'm not racist, but <laughs> I'm a I, judgmental prick. I am hugely judgmental. <laughs> yeah, you have to be hugely. Yeah, I am too. They just and did I realized, that survey we talked yeah. about, and uh, there's like 36 percent of the people say they aren't. They don't judge no anything. Way. Ever. Everyone just you'd naturally be dead. is judgmental. You'd be a dead person. Yeah. You got to judge everything. Uh, but everything. I hate people. I, I love humanity. Yeah. yeah. I would like listen. If right now I knew that my death at this moment would make the world a better place for all, I would yeah. do it in a heartbeat. But people, individuals, like yeah. hum- humans, I, I I find them stupid, yeah, disgusting. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you what happened last night. So I do a joke, right, uh, about how, and I mean this today, I really only hang out with poor people, uh, illegal immigrants, or rednecks. That's it. <laughs> That's your only friend. <laughs> They're the only people that don't complain. They're the only people <laughs> that I can have dinner with without a whole, America's divided in the rhetoric we use when seeking to reach others, all divided by nature. Like, I'm telling you, dude, I came here the earlier. First world problems. Yeah. Dude, it's not even, they don't even know that. I came yeah. and hung out with my friend. He lives in Camelback. He's got a great house, three cars. And all he could talk about is how broken America is. Yeah. And then literally the next day, I had uh, dinner with my friend in Mesa. He's an illegal immigrant. And <laughs> here's the difference. Complain, complain. America's broken. Complain, complain. Illegal immigrants house. How was your day? He looked at me yeah. and went, they didn't catch me. And I said, perfect. <laughs> let's have, let's have some food. He's grateful. That was it. He's that grateful was it. for every 24. It was, that was yeah. it. It was so basic and, and simple. Catch me. So another last night, day. another day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I was doing this joke about t- and telling people, pay attention to people. And if you're in your car right now, do this in really nice cars. Yeah. 
in cars that their payments are worth like $1,500 a month. A mortgage payment. A mortgage yeah. payment. Yeah. And because they're stuck in traffic, they're just bitter. They're <laughs> angry. You could literally see like they're pissed. They're on the phone just yelling. And then there's some illegal immigrant in a 1993 Toyota Corolla, <laughs> yeah. and he's just like, ah, you're like, just happy. Like, your you're, yeah, window's open. The rain yeah. is hitting him on the side of the face. You're he's like peeling. Yeah, you're the job. He's yeah, fine. But you can't, you can't even be like, hey, put up your window. Oh, no, if I don't turn on the heater, the car explodes. You're like, oh, dude, I remember those poor days. Uh, Carlos so then, Mencius, I'm going to give you a plug at the yeah. Tempe Improv. Uh, <laughs> this weekend, the whole weekend, you staying Sunday too. Yeah, Sunday all of them. He's doing every day tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. If you want to go, tempeimprov. dot com. Always a great treat. What else? Yeah. Uh, you got to leave us with words of wisdom. We're running out of time. Oh yeah. So, so this is how stupid people are. I did this joke and I pretended to be the illegal immigrant talking to a guy in a Tesla to yeah. my left. Okay. Because he's in a driverless car and he's right. mad. Right. So the, he's actually in an Uber. So the illegal immigrant yeah. is angry going, you know, hey, just because you have money. And this whole time, this lady keeps going, who is he talking to? Why is he looking to the left? I don't understand who he's talking to. <laughs> and I had to stop the joke and go, the imaginary guy in the Tesla, you idiot. <laughs> Seriously? I have she this on follow? video. No, she kept. She literally looked at her man and said, I think he's looking at a ghost. <laughs> While I'm on stage at the improv, telling a joke she did not understand. <laughs> she didn't get the that concept I'm, that you're playing both roles. Yeah. Yeah. It's too hard. How could you not, though? I, I, I put nothing over on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now I remember her and her man are heavy, and they started talking about doing it in the shower. <laughs> That's where it started. Oh, this... Fat ass. She's the one that did it to me. Oh, my God. She saw ghosts and she led these whales into the... Oh, wow. That's it. I didn't look at my face. Do you see see how bitter I am? I get it now. Oh, my God. It was her fault. It's all her fault. We blame them for everything. Well, I did not know that until this very moment. They were the ones that started the whole fat people sex, and you can only do one position. That was another thing. Ralphie May told me one time, he's like, uh, they had discussed, you you knew them pretty well, Lana and Ralphie. Did you know them? Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, Lana would uh, try to have sex with him, but he had to get under 400 pounds to go back door. And he yeah. couldn't do it, but he discovered that he flo- he was at my house once and was floating in the pool smoking weed. Yeah, in the deep end. Yeah, he's a float player. I didn't know that. And then he said, "You got to find out during sex that if I get to certain spots in the water, she could get in front of me. My but his gut would lift up in the water, so he could do other positions. So wow. they had to go in the bathtub. And he could- I know. And then you start picturing that because he couldn't do it anywhere else because the gut was crushing her." Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, nobody likes to think of this. And everybody says, oh, everybody's beautiful. No, they're not. That's ridiculous. No, if I was a woman, I, I would draw the line at, no. if I go down on you mm-hmm. and anything is near my forehead, we're not doing it. <laughs> yeah, if I have to if move you, some... If you have to use my forehead as a shelf, I'm not doing it, bro. It's just, I'm not it feels doing like it. I have to wear a helmet. <laughs> Like, what am I going to bring a jack in there? Let's lift it up. Click, 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 click. Get in there. I need a high lift. Yeah, because my buddy, he actually was uh, turning these women on by explaining to them, which they already knew, I guess, that because he's fat, there's a certain position that he does where he gets that 
fat and pushes it. Ah, I'm going to punch something. So he's got bigger. He's got a bigger wang <laughs> during certain positions. So imagine it moves me. The gunk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and he said to these girls, like, oh, we can do this position and I'll give you. And they went, oh, my God, because there's extra. And I was like, Jesus, (laughs) this fat ass is no. (laughs) This is not cool. I'm like, wow. Listen, if you're you're from here so you guys understand. Oh, man. I prayed for Filibertos. I prayed for (laughs) Filibertos. I was like, can you just get us to Filibertos right now and I'll forget all of this. And then I'll get mad that they don't put – Enough something into something, but yeah. this is just uh, oh. beautiful. Oh, yeah, it was. God. But I'll t- I'll ask him about the about the in yeah. the pool thing. Well, tell me two things. I want to know about that, and I want to know about the smell of the room. We have to. Get it's a, definitely going to be potatoes and bacon. <laughs> potatoes and bacon, <laughs> and it will never come out again. It's going to be the potato bacon sweet after this. It's just going to be on the door. It's going to ruin my breakfast yeah, for like well, three yeah. three at least three months. Hard to ruin <laughs> bacon, but I think you may have done it. Dude, <laughs> no, it'll ruin bacon. It will. Just that. Just think about it, though. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to. these are sw- the sweat glands and in those creases, the, the chafing, and then the moving releases the creases, <laughs> all the loose chains, and they can't remote. use soap while they're in there. This all adds oh. up to bad. Ah, you know what? Cough on me and give me COVID. <laughs> right. Just I cough last on year. me. <laughs> You know what I miss? I miss no guests. I miss last year when we couldn't talk to people. It was better. Can I can I say something though? I'm, I want to ask you something because this pissed me off. All right. So I was in West Palm Beach last week. I ordered a hooker. Okay. She didn't wear a mask, but wanted me to wear a condom, and I thought that was contrary. <laughs> I was really pissed about the whole thing. Is your wife okay with that? What you ordering hookers? Well, you know what? Um, she did say, "Don't embarrass me." So I think. <laughs> Tell the wife I may have overstepped my bounds on this one. Our friendship may have clouded my judgment at this very moment. Gotten a little comfortable in the room, Carlos. I think maybe you got a little cozy with us. Are these on? Are these on? Didn't realize that this is a functioning radio station. Uh, No, that's never happened. It's my life. Just a joke, right? Everything I say is a joke. Come on. on. That's what we do. Knock, knock. Who's there? There's not even a door, stupid. Come on. I can make things sound like somebody. Come on. It's all silly. It's playtime. It's all stupid. Yeah. No, that's a joke. Of Come on. It what is. kind of hooker would show up with no mask? <laughs> what a whore. <laughs> well, before we get you to admit to the Kennedy assassination, <laughs> uh, Carlos is. Yes, a- I did take your job, Cracker. <laughs> yes, I did. Carlos is at the improv this weekend. Uh, and you might get him to tell you a story he didn't expect to tell. That's how it works. Thank wow. you, man. Always good. It's great to see you again. Love you, Doug. And uh, the improv is 480-921-9877-10pimprov.com. Carlos Mencia, everybody. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. We're hanging around. It is the Morning Sickness and uh, back from vacation. Uh, I, I didn't expect to see Brett here for a few days. I mean, and you would have been right. I mean, you've lost your uh, you've lost a family member this yeah. year and you took a week off yeah. and that makes sense. This one I figured maybe a month or two. would uh, We lose Polly Walnuts on vacation. Uh that hurt me. You had to be. He's a, her- he's a hero. He's your idol. I know. It's your Derek Jeter. It is. 
Uh, you lose Paulie Walnuts. Now you got to speed up that hair. I, I, you know, I told Medea that already. Yeah. She's like, absolutely not. You go, you'll see. No. It's tribute time. The slick wings yep. are coming. They have to be there. Uh, who else? The uh, the Paulie Walnuts died. Then you lost uh, 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 Sonny, Sonny Corleone, uh, James Caan. James Caan from The Godfather. And people don't know, what was his name? LQ Story or LQ something? LQ yeah. Jones. Jones, that's right. LQ Jones, who was the, uh, the, the county commissioner, some sort of bigwig hillbilly from early Vegas that was trying to run the mob out. He was butting heads with Robert De Niro in Casino in a classic scene because he fired his dim-witted son yeah. and letting him, ah! And he sits and he has that down, looks over the, the, the bridge of his nose to De Niro and starts telling him, you're messing with the wrong mother yep. Oh, it's the best. And that dude died. So mob movie, uh, people died like crazy on the vacation. I didn't even call Brett. I'm like, I don't even want to hear him. I don't want to hear a grown man cry that loudly and that, I mean, between Sonny and Polly Walnuts, boom, two days in a row. Oh yeah, I, I'm going to so need Katrina's number. So much pasta to make. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You had to. I, I finished half a bottle of Sambuca. I mean, that's you know. I mean, that's just an honor. Of and I mean that took is... one back from my homie. So prepare yourselves, Italians like Brett, Pesci, De Niro. Whoa, whoa, whoa! They're, Watch Scorsese, your mouth over there, Keitel, they're, Pacino. They're all Watch right there. They're, we're going to the start bullpen. losing. Yeah. I mean, it is. The cast of The Godfather is all going to go probably in the next year or two. I'm gonna, I am gonna. I might be taking some more time yeah, off. You, just, you, we're going to give you a couple extra weeks right. a year because it is not good for you. That, that is brutal. Other than that. Other than that vacation was great. great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing really uh, bad happened there. Uh, speaking of Derek Jeter, though, I do wake up to the news this morning that uh, there's an ESPN special coming out about Derek Jeter uh, with Derek Jeter kind of as at the helm of it and how uh, one of the – Main focus is, is for him to dispel the rumor that he ever gave gift baskets to girls he banged. And he said, I don't know where it started, why it started, or how it started, but it's never happened. And he goes, I was at a Starbucks, and a dude tapped me on the back shoulder. And he's like, hey, man, because of you, I give out gift baskets too. And he said, J- Jeter said he turned to him, and he goes, you're a f- idiot. <laughs> he goes, what do you think I was going to do? All right, dude. So what did you think I was going to do? And I'm like, no. No, Derek, don't take this away. It's one of the coolest stories in in man kingdom, let alone sports, yeah, own it. Own that. Even if it's not true, make that yours. It I think is. he just doesn't want anything coming out like that. But but if but here's the problem: if it's true, and he does it, and he's trying to hide it, it's going to come out now. If it's not true, yeah, you know, fine. Resist. You could you could run with it. Nobody's got evidence. If you're making up a grand story about yourself. No one can ever say – like, the only thing that could happen is a girl would go, I never got a gift basket. And it's like, well, you weren't good enough. I mean, that's it's going <laughs> to automatically jump back on the person saying, he didn't give those out because we're like, not to you. Remember when uh, – was it uh, Usher or who was the guy who went through the list of girls that said a game? It was our, Usher. I, I got herpes uh, from Usher. There were like six of them. And one was fat, and he looked at the fat one. And he goes, I might have done it not to that one, though. Like, he pointed <laughs> out couple, which one. Like, which is awesome. Which is a great thing. <laughs> yeah, I got them, but – I gave him not the, from her. I remember you, you, you. I would do so. That's probably true. But you, no, you didn't get him from me. And he picked out the big one and said, "No, that's the He's Jeter got his lore payout lineup. <laughs> the Derek Jeter lore has to be that this is true. It's just so. Whoop, jeez, excuse me. It's just so. It's so true. And my internal monologue was swearing. Yeah. It has to be because you can't. Now, if if it is true, because one girl claimed you years never, ago, but you, uh, yeah, I mean, you're going to say the no, one she girl. got two. Okay, oh, she, she was good then. She, well, no, because she he didn't remember her. 
Oh. So he gave her he gave her a, a hit, gave her a gift basket with an autographed Derek Jeter baseball, and then a year or two later came back and did her again. Didn't remember her, and gave her the same because he had then different variations, these, uh, different tiers. I'm surprised. Here's my thing. <laughs> why don't more of these girls say, "Oh, it's true." Here's my basket that I got. Here's my autograph. Some have. That's the one girl that came out and said I, she I got two. Have we seen any again, pictures of this? all talk. Why, I, why would any girl come out and say she had two? All talk or otherwise. Why would she even bother? Why would any girl say it? I think the odds of her getting uh, uh, an autographed baseball at a game and saying it was a Maybe. gift, I think. Maybe part of her gift basket. So basically her. what you're saying? You're, you're proving she my point. She could say She's she, qu- got, she could have gotten two autographed baseballs. Okay, so she qualifies herself as a whore who would rather just tell the story that she one night stands uh, Derek Jeter twice in her life, wasn't memorable, and did it again. Thinking. And thinks that's a better story than just, no, he never gave me a gift basket. I got two autographed balls from him. Yeah, because she's still trying to get him. No one knows who he's, she, he's the perfect gentleman. <laughs> no, he's not. So he's, he's, a, like, he's he's got that's what she's saying. He's in my eyes. You're not. Oh, he used to be, <laughs> and now he's just that guy with uh, Hannah Jeter. He he. No girl he was with is going to top Hannah Jeter. There's your problem. Hannah's that's tired. I'm of saying hearing he's about gentleman it. to me. Hannah might be tired of hearing about it. But then why do the documentary? None of it adds up. And the only thing he's done now is step in it. If he ever has given that gift basket up, because Mike Piazza. Gave out a gift basket that used to get compared to Derek Jeter's gift basket. That was a that was a thing that two girls were on. It I was with Mike short, Piazza, and Mike Piazza's gift basket was garbage. It was like coupons to, you know, Whistling Willie's Pizza Parlor, WNBA tickets, a jug of ragu, <laughs> right? An autographed oh. Tommy Lasorda picture. There was nothing in it that was good. And two girls were on TV comparing, the, and the one was surprised to hear. Well, I got one from Mike Piazza when she heard what was in Jeter's. And then there was the one girl that I do think lied that said Derek bought her a car. That's a gift basket, if you ask me. It's not necessarily, you know, I think you're picturing like a Halloween Easter candy basket. Yeah, nice. A that's gift a, basket with the plastic is, wrap around it. That's no. what I was thinking of. No, no, no. And I'm like, because you guys are rubes. On, this is this <laughs> is like, rude. Why is it wound up on eBay? Why or not? Because it would be in a Toomey suitcase with a red ribbon around it and inside packed beautifully. It's not some Easter basket she leaves the house with. <laughs> with some bottles of bubbly in it. <laughs> a little wicker basket. Yeah. Yeah. Skipping out of the apartment. Wasn't the looking an egg roll. Derek Jeter's big Easter egg roll, and then you have to walk out with that embarrassing oh, gift sack. Oh, they'd love it. No, no, you get really nice no, you luggage. Put it in a, you put it in the, uh, you know, Tiffany's box. He'll get a bunch of those. No, you weren't thinking that until I said it, Mister <laughs> no, no, Tiffany's the box. You were thinking the super box with the cellophane uh, around it, like it was a, you know. That's well, what I was when you say, I'll, I'll admit, yeah, when you say, and bloom. Yeah, anytime someone says gift basket, <laughs> right? But if, but you got to consider a gift basket. From a high end thing is not in a wicker bucket like you would. Hit <laughs> oh, it. he! I bet you he wove them himself. Stop it! If he did out of his own pubes, that would be beautiful. <laughs> That's a different thing. That's a different beautiful thing. Uh, yes, but that, that was just. I mean, I'm so much to unravel over the week that we were off, and so many things to just throw out there. And the one thing, the very first story I pop into today, Derek Jeter dispels the rumor. Nine. I'm like, oh, you're setting yourself up, Derek. This is, and it uh, evidently it airs on ESPN July 18th. And he's he's not adamant about it. He kind of smirks the little clips. Yeah, I'm like, this is hilarious. This how is just ridiculous, got- but it's not. You did it. You did it. And if you didn't, say him. you did. If he did it one time, that's that's all it that's takes. That's all it takes. And yeah. guess what? That's all it will take to make him look like he's covering something up. And he even says in the in the one clip, he's like, I did everything I could to stay out of the spotlight with my behavior. 
He be, did good though. He really. was amazing. Yeah. Squeaky clean image of Derek Jeter, and all he did was club and bang, and you know he was the perfect single. Yeah. And now you know people name their kids after Derek Jeter. There's a guy for the Red Sox named Jeter Downs, named after Derek Jeter, and I want to call him the Down Syndrome because he is <laughs> he has single handedly defeated the Yankees two days in a row. They brought him up as a pinch hitter twice. It was like movie magic. Jeter Downs, and he's number twenty, which I think is two point because Derek was number two. But Jeter Downs, the Down Syndrome. How Boston is not all over that because Boston has no moral compass at all. Once you leave Harvard or MIT's campus, you're in Boston with a bunch of people from Boston, from Boston, and the Down Syndrome would take there. They'd buy all those shirts. Yeah, they would. Yeah, because they don't want to cheer for anybody named Jeter in Boston. But if you give them a nickname like Down Syndrome, I should be in marketing. Because he got a he got a little bloop over uh, uh, Lemayhew's glove last night that opened the game up, and all they kept saying was Downs. It's just he's a thorn in their side, and I'm like, he's a syndrome. He's got the Down Syndrome on the Yankees. It's a thing. But yeah, Jeter had. Pe- you don't see people naming their kids after baseball players anymore. Uh, nobody. Derek Jeter might be the last one. You don't have any. You know, Vladimir's right now, and although maybe yeah. someday, but right oh. now Derek Jeter was the last of that. You had kids named Mickey or, uh, you know, Joe, and then maybe in the 70s you got a couple of Bake McBrides. I don't know if you had those families really <laughs> big in Philadelphia on Bake. Or, uh, you know, you had some, some people named after. I'm waiting for Trout player. Smith. It's not happening. Yeah. Jeter? Probably happened. If Trout, yeah. if Trout played in Kansas City... Or maybe in the middle of the country, but in L.A., nobody's naming their kid Trout. You don't think Shohei's are on their <laughs> way up? Who? Shohei's may, maybe. I don't know if Shohei's popular already. It might be John. Who knows? It might be the same as in Jeff, Jeff, Japanese. I don't know. That's a, but the Jeter thing was disappointing. The second most disappointing thing in sports was right here in our town. Uh, and no, it's not the Diamondbacks. That would be way <laughs> lower on the list of disappointment. Uh, Coach Nygaard. For the uh, Phoenix Mercury, oh. Coach Nygaard, she's got a lot of Y's and A's in her name, uh, goes on TV and says that if LeBron James was in Russia, this will never go away. I almost want Brittany freed so people shut up about what isn't actually happening. Nobody's being a realist about this. I watched the I, by the way, watched the entire WNBA All-Star weekend. You're the one, huh? Most all the festivities. Clockwork Orange. I watched a little of the three-point shooting contest, but I was laughing so hard, I sold my tonal. I'm just going to play that over and over for an ab workout. Hilarious. <laughs> so then I, the game was on at uh, 9.45 a.m. yesterday because that is prime time for when people want to watch their sports. A little before 10. And, you know, and it's not because it's overseas or anything like Wimbledon, which they re-ran, by the way. They, they showed a live second time. and then it showed it again because it's before. a real sport. Uh, so the WNBA is on there. And uh, I got Ard said uh, that if it was LeBron in Russia, he'd be here already. Uh, but since it's Brittany, it must be because she's black, a woman, or she's gay. Those are the only reasons, by the way, in her mind, Brittany is detained and not, and that, and that the government is not breaking their back to go get her. She committed a black woman or gay. And if LeBron, again, she said, if LeBron was there, we'd have gotten him. Here's, here's my argument back to you. I got art. If I were arrested in Russia with weed, there would be zero attempts by the government to get me back. So it's a class system, and it has always been that. Yes, LeBron, you cannot compare Brittany Griner's importance to the economy or to uh, general uh, perceptions of the United States as, as LeBron. You can't compare LeBron and Brittany. 
Uh, if LeBron had done it, he'd be just as bad and be like, what an idiot. And so, But there would be more of a push to go get him. Uh, in between that is almost all of the NBA, uh, most of Hollywood, all of the other male sports, then Brittany Griner. Then after Brittany Griner, and I hate saying this, all the rest of us. Biden is not going to break his neck for Brady Bogan, who took hashish oil through a Moscow airport on a business trip. Trip's barely going to break his neck. Trip is not going to do it. No. We're staying in jail for a long time. So, it has, it, so f- you, no, I got hard for even bringing up race, uh, gender, or sexual orientation because it has absolutely nothing to do with that. You think that our country hates uh, black, gay women? Then explain why the WNBA has been funded for 26 years. We can't get enough of uh, trying to make that group happy because nobody wants to argue with them. So shut up already immediately. How about this? Because yesterday during the WNBA, it was actually kind of a funny moment. They did the big Brittany Griner halftime video thing and all the stuff like, wow, this is what happened. This is where she is. The president's done nothing. And I'm not a Biden guy, but he shouldn't do anything. There's no – she's not a bargaining chip. She gets you, you nowhere. She right can, now. A, you can. B, you get nothing back. It's a bad trade. It's why Kevin Durant's Give still in – Give up the butcher. It's why still, he's still in Brooklyn because it can't make a trade. It's, there's no bargaining chip that's worth it. Uh, how about this? I'll give you – maybe it is because she's black, a woman, or gay. I'll go down that road. Or what nobody mentions, maybe she's guilty, stupid, and deserves it. That's what I'm going with. There you go. Can we argue both sides rather than just immediately throw it away? She's, you know, she's done something wrong. Okay, let's throw that on the pile of black, gay, and woman. Made a mistake. Also, right. in there. Accidentally packed her illegal cannabis oils, yeah. which she had in Russia, her own admission now in court, right. but her lawyers are saying, oh, you have to do that to play the game. I'm like, okay, play the game. All you want. Play it like crazy. Gotta get oh. Speaking of, <laughs> ski mask, right on time, 6 a.m., walking to the party. No, that's in hand, too. Still paid. late, so 6 o'clock, the aggregate time. Show starts at 6, she walks to the parking lot at 6. Nice job. Anyway. Can we just uh, throw in the other options before we start blaming the entire United States for being racist, sexist, and homophobic? And just say, oh, yeah, also, Britney screwed up. Because when they ran that tape during the NBA or WNBA All-Star Game halftime of Britney in jail and everything, so they came back and they showed shots of her wife. That lady was having a good time at the WNBA All-Star Game. And she was laughing. Then they showed her a second time, and she was. Uh, they, they, somebody whispered in her ear, "Oh, you've been on camera a few times, smiling and having a good time. Knock it off." You know what, Brittany? We, we don't need Brittany or anybody else seeing that you're you're coping pretty well here with all these other girls. And man, oh man, was that WNBA game fun! All Rebecca Lobo did as the announcer was talk about Candace Parker's party the night before. Nice. <laughs> All they did, and it was it was thirty nine. Get a gift basket. <laughs> there were some gift baskets, but a few of them were running like they needed. There was some chafing. There was a lot of chafing in the WNBA All Star Game. There was one girl, and they made the worst mistake ever. Again, nobody in PR, nobody in marketing at the WNBA worth a squat because for the second half they all wore Brittany Griner's jersey. Nobody knows who these people are in the first place, let alone you take away their number and their name off their back. We're just watching a bunch they of number 42. It's hard enough to watch baseball Jackie on Jackie Robinson Day because okay. you're like, uh, I think that's Tim Anderson, but I don't want to sound racist because it might be the other guy. They're all number 42, uh, but the one girl was running, and I mean, 
She got just pogo strapped the night before. It was the way she was running. If she's a professional athlete, let alone an all-star in that sport, something happened to her thighs the night before. Where she she did not want them rubbing together. She was running like she just got out of the pool, wet, messy, chafed, and the rest of them were slow. Rebecca Lobo made a point. Goes, it's hard in an all-star game to only score thirty-nine points in the first half, but that's what they've done. Must have been Candace Parker's party. <laughs> now imagine this. Because Megan said during that, she goes, why do you think that is? I'm like, imagine if the entire NBA was gay. An all-star weekend was in Vegas. And they're just blowing and banging and they're at a party. All The dudes would have... Like herogasm. Oh, it would have been herogasm. It would have been a f- festival. That's what goes on in the WNBA. Nobody likes to talk about the fact that the league... Is all women interested in each other? Mostly. 85%. Most of them have a sexual preference for what's standing right across from them on the court. Not true in most men's sports. Like they say that maybe 10% of them are gay. Not many come out. I think maybe two total in the history of the game. Uh, they're not, you know, for fear that the guys there are going to get upset about it. But if it was mostly all gay. It's just like uh, in you know the WNBA weekend, they have to have curfews. The reason that they have curfews for players in sports is not because they want them to be responsible, eat right, and sleep healthy. It's because they'll get in trouble banging everything that moves in foreign cities. And they still do it. But they're like, I need you guys in your rooms at 10 o'clock. Because nothing good happens after 10 p.m. Robert Sarver offered to buy the Suns all hookers in a locker room talk when they go to Los Angeles, if it meant that they could get back to their rooms by 10. I'll pay for the girls. You guys never win here. If I pay for the whores, will it guarantee you all get back in? And they all laughed like, yes. But some lady heard it in the hallway and said, oh, my God, the owner's offering the players hookers. It was a strategy. They want to bang each other in the WNBA. Man, was it fun to watch. And just, they had a dunk. Uh, it was a breakaway, and one of the older players, this is a 105-year-old lady, touched the rim, and the ball went in, and then there was this cacophony of sound as her hand got kind of stuck in the net, and uh, and they and they threw a fit. They went, went crazy. crazy, and I'm like, this is why your league sucks. You're celebrating what happens in eighth-grade basketball. You are celebrating that as an achievement in the sport. And it happens in eighth grade boys basketball. You need to pull away from wanting to dunk or lower the rim where it happens frequently. You've already shrunk the ball, so lower the rim a little bit and just admit it. You can't do what – there's never going to be a contested dunk in the WNBA. I think the game would get a little more interesting if you lowered it. it, will, it will, but first off, it will never be interesting. <laughs> That's a mistake to say that. It's Don't even – that. You might as well lower that. They'll have to wear helmets. Yeah, (laughs) look, it would only be interesting. There's only one way the WNBA gets interesting if some of these new women start playing. You know, the identifiers. If they start rolling in, and you get a few of these, you know, six foot eight inch, two hundred and forty five pound specimen ladies that may or may not have been Army Rangers a few (laughs) years ago. You know what I'm saying? Those guys. If they start playing, then the game gets interesting. Back from four tours. Right. After his fourth tour, he came back with some PTSD and a question about his sexuality. Made some changes, and let's welcome him to the Atlanta Dream. Because if we're going to be, you know, open-minded about it, the one thing missing from the WNBA is good male basketball players to make it good. Because otherwise, it's horrible. 
Kevin Ray and I had that talk once. He goes, I got to tell you that Diana Taurasi's right. I'm like, stop. Stop it. We're not talking about this. She doesn't. She's got a street named after her downtown. That is uh, political pandering is what that is. Does he talk, talk it up to? He loves Diana. They're friends. And I'm okay. sure she could be a, a wonderfully nice woman. As far as professional basketball goes, stop it. She's very good as a girl basketball player. Uh, all things being relative. I've seen what she plays against. I have two fake hips and a broken arm. I could probably score six points a game. I'm 50, by the way. And I'm, and I'm pretty confident I'm going to knock a couple down. They had a four-point shot in the game yesterday. Oh, hilarious. Because the four-point shot is basically what Steph Curry does six times a game. It's back a little bit from the, right. the NBA 3. These chicks were throwing that thing like somebody, like it was a hot air balloon. Like they were just heaving it into the air. It was like, God, I hope that gets close. Was it like Wimbledon where you hear them grunting? Well, my friend Colin said they should make it so every time the, the ball hits the rim, it makes the Monica Seles grunt <laughs> because it smashes the rim. And at least it would be funny instead of that clunk noise that it makes every time they – because they smash it. They hit it hard. Oh, the WNBA. What a treat. But, yeah, so I, I, you know, I just got a little upset that that got so much uh, play over the week is that they said Brittany's in jail because – is still there because she's a woman, she's black, and she's gay. And then they asked another lady, or they asked uh, Brittany's wife, do you think if it was Steph Curry, he'd still be there? Do you think she goes, oh, no shade on Steph, but no way. You're right, because Steph is more important as a bargaining chip to the general goings-on of society in the United States than Brittany Griner is. And I know no one likes to hear that, but guess what? Toledo goes to jail in Russia. We're not fighting that hard to get him back. Because it's going to be it's going to be hard and probably not worth it. Why did my first call? Me, what were you doing? Oh, I had my weed pen. I'm like, you're an idiot. Their first question: If I do that in the border, yeah. If you get stuck in Mexico, I'm not going to drive ah, to get you. Yeah. Because Alex, what did put you it do? In my bag. Right. What did you do? I, if you called me and said I'm being uh, unlawfully detained in Mexico, I'm like, I told you not to go to Mexico. First things first. I told you don't. Did you do it? Well, see, but it's not fair. The only reason you guys aren't coming after me is because I'm a producer and not on the shows. Yep, exactly. That's it. You just keep telling yourself that has nothing to do with the fact that you had weed in a foreign country. The faster we start talking about reality, the easier things will be with Britney's situation. But Joe Biden, for as feckless and useless as he's seeming to be, doesn't have time for this. You, you start some campaign. Get a documentary team involved, and you fly over to Moscow and fight for your way. I haven't seen that lady hop on a plane and get over to Moscow. She's scared to go over there. Rightfully so. And rightfully so. She's not even going to go visit Brittany. Maybe she can, maybe she can't, but I don't know. Brady, if your family member was unlawfully detained in Moscow and the government didn't seem to be helping out much, would you go? If, First off, they would, they would be was? back home by now. You think? Russia would have at least 40 cases of sauce. And <laughs> no, that's some true. Other, you got some bargaining trading. Right. That's for sure what they would love. I think the Ruskies are big on the barbecue sauce? Well, this hot sauce from a storage <laughs> facility is very, very hot. Hot, hot and yucky? It's been in a storage shed since we shut, shuttered up the place. The great Shelf year. Stable. The great year. You know, it's a very interesting bargaining chip. Boiling hot barbecue sauce for daughter. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do well in the bargaining wars with him. Give his daughter to him. But your point yeah. is, no, they, it, 
You'd probably go over there, right? You'd probably feel helpless. And if Kirby was in a Moscow jail. If I felt that it was uh, safe enough to go over there, I'd go over there. She's there, though. My point being that if someone you care about is in the jail, uh, you would probably do what you can to get over there yourself rather than screaming, y'all, that the government's not doing enough. What are you doing? Well, I'm calling the government. All right. Mm -hmm. that You can still do that. And you can do it in Moscow. Granted, it isn't safe right now. It isn't a good time to be there. Oh, wait. Brittany was there. Earning a million dollars, smoking all the weed she could smoke. Oh, tried. Yeah. Nobody would, and why is she unlawfully detained? What about all the other people that are there? They're all unlawful. Everybody, go to every jail. Go over to Florence and ask how many of them are lawfully detained. <laughs> Not every, every, one. It's, it's the line from Shawshank. Everybody in here is innocent but me. He's the only one who admitted he did it. Everybody's innocent. Stop it. And it's insulting to have the coach of the Mercury say that, you know. Nobody, nobody's acting disappointed in Brittany for doing it in the first place. Maybe it is a minor offense. But not there, it's not. you got to know the laws of the place you went. Ooh, it drove me bananas. Watching all that. i got to stop watching WNBA stuff because it's a bit propaganda. You got into it. Oh, I Deep. got into it. Oh, I got into it. And you know what I really like? The face of the league is Candace Parker. She missed a layup. Just, just. Or, you know, point blank, standing under the Routine. So routine. Warm-up layups. Clunks it, stares at the rim, puts her hands on her hips while the ball goes down. The You know, they're they're driving the other way. And stands there and stares at the rim, argues with the rim for a second. Another girl clanks the layup on the other end. They get the rebound. It starts coming back. They chuck it down to the cherry-picking Candace Parker. And without a beat or missing a beat, the announcers are like, and the persistence pays off. My persistence, lazy (laughs) didn't go down the court. She stood under the basket the whole time. I used to hate guys on my team that wouldn't play defense and stand and argue with the grim after they miss a shot. You're the face of the league. We made it a rule sometimes. No cherry picking. No cherry picking. That's a law. That was Points off the board. It might as well have been goaltending. Imagine Michael Jordan, the face of the league, misses a, a bunny. And then stares at the rim while the other team goes five on four against your squad, and luckily they miss. And then you just happen and you get accolades for hanging around the other end. You lazy pile of garbage. I'm just saying that because she's a woman. Nope, saying it because it's real. She was lazy. It was bad. It was bad basketball. I watched every minute of it. Loved it. John, let's be honest. LeBron would never get caught. He'd have a guy holding for him. He could afford that. Exactly. A smart <laughs> yep. person yep. has a holder. Barry Bonds never went to jail. The four other guys did. Oh, yeah. And one guy's still in there. Barry Bonds had people telling stories for him. They wouldn't rat him. Got to hand it to them. They got a nice gift basket Barry, coming Oh, out. boy, did they. They got nice gift baskets coming. Anyway, crazy. So many things happen. We'll get into more of it. Uh, let's get a, a wake-up song, shall we, and start off this uh, first Monday we've worked in a little while. Hot, miserable start to the day. It's already 100 degrees outside. Uh, so it's all right. You'll be fine. You, you know where you live. It's part of the deal. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, get it started. And the second half of the year is officially underway, and it's up to you to kick it off. 585-9800, we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? We do not have a quality woman on the phone. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> under well, don't our, say that. Under our employee. <laughs> Why not, Brett? Yeah. <laughs> not right now. She's on her period, man. You ruined my week. 
Uh, no, we don't have a girl on the phone right now that we uh, can go with. So if you're a woman and you want to play the squares, call us right now, 585-9800, and we'll uh, let you go. we got tickets to go see Five Finger Death Punch, and we'll throw in the Jeff Die tickets, tickets for second place. Or yeah. Chicks whichever. only. Yeah, just girls. Yeah. Don't and bother us. If you want to see Jeff Die tonight, go yeah. on cblive.com and enter the code KUPD at checkout. You'll get free tickets. You just have to pay for the service. No kidding? Yeah. KUPD What's even is better? Wow, that's sweet. All right, sweet. Also, while we're waiting for that lady, Brett's going to man the phones. I want to tell you, because uh, Larry just came in, and they put a lot of work into this. John G., Larry, uh, the whole crew, uh, putting together this really neat thing. And I've read some of we all did, read some of the liners. And uh, yeah. I went in there and knocked out about five, five pages <laughs> yelling at somebody already. <laughs> all right, calm her down. What part of woman did yeah, you anyway, understand? What part of not having a dick don't you get gender bender? <laughs> Uh, but they put a lot of work into this, and I read a bunch of things, and I'm like, this sounds great. The weekend uh, that we've got here is the 4th of July weekend, and we've made it the Metallica Live 4th of July weekend, and it was going to be all live tracks from Metallica starting about 5 o'clock tonight. Uh, Big Red Radio, Twin Peaks, we're throwing live tracks from Metallica all weekend long, and that's not all. Uh, they, Metallica fans love all this stuff, but that's not all, because as you listen, uh, you're going to be uh, at the 98 KUPD app or on our web stream, Listener Rewards Enabled. You pop that on there. Oh, for every four hours of listening time, you're given a little chance to win uh, a Green Mountain Peak Grill from our friends at Barbecue Island yeah. and a trip to see Metallica at Lollapalooza at the end of July, on July 28th. That includes the hotel, the airfare, and everything else. So listening this weekend on your app or web stream pays off in dividends. And even uh, if you want, cheat the system. Just keep it on the whole time. You don't have to listen to all of it, but just have it going. And, you know, pop in. It's going to be great. The tracks are amazing. Some of them I was listening to, I'm like, oh, I've never heard this. And I didn't know their covers and all sorts of things. Metallica has loaded up our whole weekend. You can go to Lollapalooza in Chicago just by listening to our app or our web stream, which is phenomenal. Larry's here. And you said John Gordon. I mean, John Gordon went out of his way. way out of his way. To find some great live yeah. Metallica tracks. It's, it's insane it's the crazy. stuff he came up yeah, with. Yeah, it's nuts. And I've been watching John bust his ass on YouTube for the last, I don't know how long, putting this together. So... Uh, best part is, is you guys can benefit from it by having yourselves a trip to Chicago on July 28th to go to Lollapalooza, which I believe also includes Dua Lipa. What? Isn't she in Lollapalooza this year? I don't know. Let's look. Okay. It's Metallica. Oh, when, when Dua Lipa, there's a third. Th- it's a big show. It's Same not day? just Metallica. I don't know. Wow. You got one free day. Pony up a couple bucks and watch yeah. the whole thing. Uh, let's see. I think she is. Lou Lil Dirk's going to be there. Yeah. I think Metallica plays, I want to say it's on a Thursday. It's like a four-day event. Yeah, so stick around. you got a free day. I think Dua's on a Friday. Okay, one day. Big deal. Go see that, too. And uh, you'll watch a crowd go bananas. Plus, you'll be in Chicago in the end of July. There's pretty awesome. I mean, you're going to get shot. There's no question about it. Is How's Billy Joe going to be there? Well, he, he can't just, come back he here. He just doesn't he's reside zoom here. In? No. He, 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 he will set foot in the United States. He just will never live here again. Prick. <laughs> Brett's still mad. Anyway, go to Lollapalooza despite Brett's uh, hatred. <laughs> for, uh, that I'll go for Thursday. Metallica, are you kidding me? Uh, all right, let's. You got her? Yeah. Lisa's on. Yeah, that. she's We're real. Good. All right, she's a real girl. Finally. Unlike Larry's date. She's a real girl. <laughs> Just kidding, Larry. Uh, it's time for your Guadalupe Squares. There's no Mo today, so here's your guest host, Toledo Bergeron. Toledo. Toledo. Thank you, Johnny. Wes. Uh, in the upper left score, score, score? square. Square. Sorry, I've, I have uh, trouble with shapes too. I know. It's uh, our president, Jackson. Joe Biden. Abortion is bad. Johnny Brown Jackson will fix it. Got in there. She is for real. Brady, look, I got her. Johnny Brown Jackson. 
She's brand new Supreme Court Justice, which makes it six to three still, but still, now one's black. How can you thank me for that? I got to try to get another. Stack them. Oh, that's stack the court. Gonna get more black people in there and stack them. What I do? Wouldn't it be pretty great? How about that Trump this week? They're killing him. I'm the president. What happened? Hey, guess what? I'm the president. Ah, You ever beaten up one of your uh, security guards? Next square. Oh. Look out. <laughs> All right. In the uh, upper middle Time square. Jackson. Is, uh, Jackson. Larry Carl David Weathers. From Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's this guy. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good president. That's your guy. Pretty, he's my guy. Pretty, pretty, pretty good president, I think. I think we're doing pretty well with it. Pretty well. Pretty. Oh, yeah. Really good. Pretty. You didn't like the other guy? I don't like the other guy at all, though. He's out of his mind. I mean, can't, can't control him. He don't want to... This guy, though, not bad, I think. Pretty good. Pretty good, I think. What are his good qualities? Well, he's not a lunatic. Like the, uh, the last guy kind of was a lunatic, you know? Uh, he's got balance issues. And we kind of look alike. You know, 80, gray hair. I relate to him. Pretty. I look forward to Biden's uh, sitcom. Anyway. Pretty good. Pretty good? Pretty. How's the coffee shop? Pretty good. A spite shop. I <laughs> Thanks like for all the input there, Larry. Moving on in the anyway. upper well, right square. Well, you didn't square. have any questions. In the upper right square. He's got a new album out. Yeah. Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. Yeah. New record to prove I still shred. You bring yeah. your little shredders with you? I brought my little shredder with me. Tiny yeah. Dave. Little Dave Mustaine. Little shredders on Nickelodeon this weekend. Look out, little Dave. It's Dave Ellison's giant whoa machine. He's going to hit you with it. Drench him, yeah. yeah. The little shredders have superpowers? Tonight, we're going to take the stage, and Dave Ellison's back, and we're going to be like Guar. Whole row gets attacked. Oh, yeah. It's like a Gallagher show when Dave plays. I'm wheezing. We're going to go on stage and coat the first row with Ellison's stuff. Oh. Yeah. New videos? Cool. All new videos. <laughs> Everybody bring your visqueen. Cover up, because when it gets good, it gets great. Yeah, yeah. We're back. All right. In the middle left square, it's our uh, correspondent oh, on world news, O.J. Right. Simpson. Hey, happy 4th of July, everybody. I, I'll tell you what, Brady, how are you today? Because I'll tell you what I am. First off, the Roe v. Wade thing has me a little confused. I'm going to tell you right now, Roe v. Wade is is wrong to overturn, and I expressed why earlier. Women, and I have always believed this, should be in control of everything that happens to their bodies from the neck down. And that's exactly how the world should be. I don't want to hear from them. And therefore, it's okay to make a choice for where their heads go. Second, happy 4th of July. Nobody loves freedom more than me, I'll tell you that. I mean, I've been so free from things that, you know. Maybe a little too free. Yeah. I would like to uh, say that 4th of July expresses freedom and independence and separation from England. And I like to celebrate it as separation of a woman's head from a body because that's the best day I ever had. Got away with it, too. Do you have a problem with the term head of state? Well, if it's a female, yes, because that's not going to last forever, let's be honest. And also, I like the 4th of July because of all the boom-boom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like to get a little boom-boom. All right. I'm just saying that the boom-boom. <laughs> Ladies, though, I'm for you. Do I think, it, Juice. I think a woman has the right to kill anything at once. 
And so does a man. So I think Roe v. Wade needs to be brought back. All right. In the middle square, he's very patriotic today because of the Monday holiday. It's Yankee Doodle Brady. I'm a Yankee Doodle Brady. Yankee Doodle Doodle Doodle. Hey, I'm going to take my Burger Dome. You know the rest of the song? Welcome to the Burger Dome. I'm going to have my Burger Dome. This We don't need another hot dog. Hot dog. I'm going to the Burger Dome. And that I'm is make, something oh, you've never man. said. We don't need another I know. hot dog. That's because we need more burgers. Oh, yeah. I stick a macaroni in my mouth and call it dinner. I don't know the words, but I'm a Yankee Doodle Brady. What about the macaroni Father's Day? Okay. Oh, we're going to heal all those up. All my macaroni daddies that the Curva Derbs makes. I'm going to the Tap Dragon. Oh, no. Already? Here we we're go. Gonna, we're gonna, it hasn't even started. We're going to boil some water with a macaroni daddies <laughs> at dinner. Oh, oh it's gonna, We're going to boil up a bunch of bodies. I've done that. That is no, I've done a body boil. Sure. Like, a, like one of them clam bakes. <laughs> the macaroni clam bake. I like Yankee Doodle Brady. He seems fun. How big's your porch? Oh. I don't know what he's got in mind. We call it that, the rebranding of the macaronis are craft macaroni and daddy. You know, stuff daddies in the water. And, in the watch middle right bubble square. and get soft. Ronnie likes when macaroni daddy's soft. <laughs> it's no not fun. al dente. It's not al dente. He likes it. When I'm al dente, trouble starts to brew. You know what That's al dente the same means, right? thing with my band. When they're al dente, the front row gets pregnant. Whoops. All right, in the middle right square, fresh off stage in Vienna, Good. Austria, Gene right. Simmons right. of KISS. From KISS, it's Gene Simmons. How are you, Brady? We're, Good. Good, We're touring Europe right now, and we're doing it all in one place. How is Austria? Austria is amazing. It kicked off our KISS tours the A countries all in one time. So we covered Australia, Albania, Aust- Austria, I believe is a country. We don't know their flag, but we Not did it all. Because as KISS, we want to tour the world. But as Jews, we want to do it in one place. So surprised much, to see you in Austria. Much like Dave Ellison, we zoomed in most of the concert. <laughs> just to the good part. Naked? And, well, we are KISS. And if you request that for a fee, we will show you our genitals. Which are also made up, like our faces. So you know which one you're with. Star your child. genitals breathing fire as well. It can, and has in the past. One time, uh, my, wife, my wife, Shannon was uh, doing some things in the weekend she shouldn't have and gave my penis dragon something or other and it pissed fire for three days. Nothing a little antibiotic won't cure. Come see Kiss tonight in Albania, which is actually Austria and all the other A By way of Australia. Right. The flags will fly in the back. That's how you know where we are. Yikes. We are saving tons of money as quality elderly Jews. We're doing the whole thing from Ponte Verde, Florida, where all the Jews live. Well, thanks for coming down all this way. We're Jew kiss. In the bottom left square, it's Brady's secret square. Give us a hint, Brady. Yes, hello, hello. I would have been 61 years old today. I was a princess. And if it wasn't for my boyfriend's driver oh. to slamming into a wall in Paris, oh. I'd still be a princess. Well, you, well you're still, still a princess. Are. You don't get <laughs> no, that taken away. I'm you're dead. a living, breathing princess yeah. is the difference. <laughs> I have a lovely child. With my tennis instructor. Oh, no, no, oh, don't yeah, say don't that. There we go. Don't spill yeah. the beans. No, no. All right, in the bottom middle square, he's our favorite Riddler, Gary oh, Busey. Right. Back and better than ever. Happy birthday to me, everybody. Happy birthday, America. How are you? Me? America. I'm, I'm, I'm talking American. to America. Don't interrupt. America's great, GB. Thanks, America. See <laughs> so how easy that was? All he had to do was wait for Toledo to shut his mouth. 
before I found out how America was doing. Hey, America, you want to grab some dinner? Sure do, GB. I knew you would. <laughs> I'll grill it up and America can come over this weekend. Don't bring the British. Boy, do we hate the absolute... Oh, they're the f- worst. Why? That's why we separated from them. Oh. This is a day where we can all remember how much we hate British people. F*** you, England. <laughs> from America. It's been some time. We still have that Not over it. Not over it. <laughs> Not over it. All we have is cornfields, and I love corn. Corn nuts, popcorn, and corn. <laughs> That's me in a nutshell. Did you ever get any corn stuck in your teeth? I've had... Hyundai stuck in these teeth. <laughs> They're big teeth is what I'm saying. All right. Thanks for coming down. Gary. Happy birthday, America, and me, Gary Ducey. Thanks, GB. In the bottom right square, it's our fearless leader. Now doing double time, yeah. it's Trip Reeve. Oh, I got, a, I got a thing I got to do. And it's on the air in Phoenix right now. Yeah. You want to see what? My space needle? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, hold on. I, I no. think. That, hey, guys. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Seattle. Throwing fish? Zooming in. Tossing hippie fish all over the place, if you know what I mean. Ooh, these granola broads. <laughs> anyway, I'm doing double duty. Band name. I now run the sh- show known as Seattle Radio for our company, uh-huh. and I'm going to fix that, too. How long do you think it's going to take you to whip him into shape? Uh, 30 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then knock a hippie broad around my corporate apartment and head home to Phoenix. Yeah! The Space Needle's impressive. Did you griffin get a is working. Griffin? Yeah, you get a yeah, I got double Griffin. Hey, it's part of a deal. I got a corporate Griffin and my own Griffin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's how it goes. I told everybody I'm also working in Seattle now, running those stations. And it's three days without Larry a week, which is awesome. Three days? Yeah, I'm going to be in Seattle three days. Yeah. Anytime I can get away from Larry for three of the five work days, I'm going to take that job. Usually at so, lunch yeah. when he's here anyway. Well, I'm at lunch all day when Larry's here. My lunches last as long as Larry's worked it. Yeah, yeah, get to it. I've got work to do in Seattle. All Congrats. Right. The hippie broad. Who do we have on the phone? We got Wes and Lisa. Lisa, are you there? I am. Wes, are you there? I am. All right, one of you needs to turn your radio down yeah. or something. Or you're on a speakerphone. Speakerphone, Lisa? No, I'm not. Nah, she turned the radio down. I know what you did. All right, Lisa, you're a girl. Pick a square. <laughs> I'll take Yankee Doodle Brady. Yankee Doodle Brady Yankee in the middle Doodle square. Brady. What's your favorite part of the 4th of July? The bands. The bands? Or the bends. The bends? You get the bends every year? <laughs> the fireworks. Oh, the booms. Oh, the booms. Oh, the bangs and the booms. She likes getting banged Bang. on the 4th of July. All right. Dirty girl. Oh, that's right. I'm in for hot dogs, fireworks, and hot dogs. I'm there. That's my <laughs> three that's favorite things. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. My three favorite things about the 4th of July. Hot dogs, fireworks, hot dogs, pie, hot dogs. More pie? Oh, there's more pie? Okay. <laughs> Throw it on the pile. And, uh, oh, yeah, family in America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, those things, too. Hair pie. I, <laughs> knew right. I knew it was coming, all right. <laughs> I'm the Yankee Doodle Brady. Right, Stick Brady. a macaroni in your mouth and swallow. Here's your question. You should know a lot about this. <laughs> okay. 200 plus million hot dogs are consumed Ooh. on July 4th in the U.S., as well as consuming $200 million worth of watermelon. 
Wow, Brett, what? shut up. <laughs> I just saw Brett light up like a tree. Like He went off like fireworks. How many watermelon? $200 million worth. $200 million worth are stolen every 4th of July? No, what? Oh, I misunderstood. Brett wrote the word stolen. $200 million worth is eaten. Right. And then 200 million hot dogs are also eaten. At the same time? Every weekend. Every week? July 4th weekend. Oh, no way. <laughs> No way? No way. <laughs> All right. Lisa. There's not 200 million watermelon. <laughs> 200 million dollars. Stop with bread. <laughs> Brett Lisa, just wrote, we'd be overrun. Lisa, I don't know what that false. means. He says false. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. No, it was true. What? It is false. Uh, 150 yeah. million hot dogs and only 150 million dollars worth of watermelon. So oh, overshot right. the only. estimates. A little bit. That's still Zero. within 50 million. <laughs> I can I square. can change the curve on that if you want. <laughs> yeah. Do your best this weekend. All right, Wes, you're up. Pick a square. First of all, how do I get the Toledo squares? But I'll take Princess Diana. <laughs> Who did he pick? He picked the secret square and he got it. <laughs> First off, how did I get the Toledo? You might win just saying that. All right, Lisa. Expressing a complaint. That's great. All right, Lisa, you can take Dave Mustaine for the block. Wow. Yeah, you got to take. Dave Mustaine, right? Yep, for the block. Is that yeah. what you're, Lisa? Is that what you're doing? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Good choice, Lisa. Do you have an iPad and a Zoom address? Because <laughs> I got a guy you need to meet. <laughs> he used to be in my band, but now he's not anymore because he used to candy coat ladies on the side. Oh, why is that bad? It it isn't. <laughs> Unless you're the guy's wife. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. I guess that's <laughs> Yeah. This is my little guy. All right. Dave, Shunko Dave. Here's your question. He's my tumor. <laughs> Cut him out, survived him, and kept him for a pet. Another little shredder? This is my little shredder. In All a right, jar. Dave. In a jar. Here's your question. We call him malignant shredder. The word cancer comes oh. from the Viking word for conquer. Is that true or false? Well, I don't think they would name cancer after winning. <laughs> Even though I beat it, yeah. Well, I'm going to have to say that's false. It's a crab. What? Oh, he's, apparently they both say little Dave. The, the little shredder says it's a crab. What are you crab. saying, little Dave malignant tumor? Lisa, they say false. Do you agree or disagree? Lisa. 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 Come on. I still got her in line. She's she gone. passed out. Wes, are you there? What happened? Oh, the whole phone system is shut down. I'm still on. <laughs> They're Whoa. both still on. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. That's everybody. A wait, wait, wait. Hey. What a person? Wes, Lisa? Well, all right. They've been all murdered. Right. They've been murdered. Yeah, I'm trying to get we should look into this. Right. Hold on. Congratulations. Goddamn Toledo squares. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah they you both got Toledo. Well, they're asleep. I see. They're uh, Toledo's hosting, and he put them out. <laughs> But they, but they good. No, I can't lie. I can't lie. It's not a very good host. Is that? Are you, un- are you unhappy with bad the hosting. squares? I'm very happy with the squares. We had people and we lost people. I don't know where they went. I can't win. It's your fault. It is. I'll take all the blame. But, uh, you know, 
I can't wait for Mo to come back. Oh. Said no one ever. Billy ran into you. Let's get on with it. We'll send OJ to their house. Yeah. I'm just visiting the callers there for a second, and uh, I hate to break it to you, but they're no longer with us. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, were they together? Things got out of hand. Your line was cut. I was framed. <laughs> oh, he got out of here quick. <laughs> He's got to run. He's heading to Mexico. Uh, all right, there you go. Well, I don't know what happened there. That was odd. That was weird. The whole thing just closed up shop on us. Our phones are. You horrible. expect anything? No, less. I don't. They, I don't, took, I don't, they took a holiday more. too. That's good. And it's right at ten o'clock. It did. They Maybe ski that was masked. It. Yep. Yeah, they left early, like ski mask. Who, by the way, left about six minutes ago. Wow. So does that bring her timetable down here a little she bit? Didn't, it does. She didn't it, finish the day. It's at five fifty-five yeah. though this morning. All right, nine fifty-five. Put her over the six a.m. start. Yeah, that definitely gave her a poor aggregate score. Sorry. 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 <laughs> what? Say it again. It's payday. Oh, it's she payday. But it's payday. She had to show up early, get her check, and ski mask uh-huh. out early. Yeah. Well, yeah, you usually do run from the scene of a crime. <laughs> so there she went. All right. That's it. Well, there you go. Nice job. How did I get the Toledo squares, he says. <laughs> and then he disappeared. Jerk. Like your dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just, he he vanished. He just so vanished. much trauma today. <laughs> Heading into a holiday Imagine weekend. Imagine that. The Toledo Squares <laughs> featured abandonment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, They're hand in hand. Unfortunately, that's a poor way to put it. Uh, that's enough. We're done. Fourth uh, of July weekend's upon us. We're taking next week to not do a thing. Uh, so we will take a break. You're not Best going of, anywhere either? I don't think so. Wow. Uh, maybe Thailand. I haven't decided yet. On a whim. <laughs> Good luck I know with the way guy. the airports yeah, are. I'm not doing any of that. I don't like traveling. JSX don't fly there, so no, you're, you're right. going. When JSX decides to go over to <laughs> Asia, maybe. those little tiny planes, oh, that would be such a dream. Just 12 or 13 people with you. No big deal. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't like traveling on these weekends. It's miserable. So I'll be doing a whole lot of nothing. Maybe get back on that bike. Hunker down. I'm scared of. <laughs> Try to climb the mountains. But that's it. You guys have yourselves a very safe 4th of July. And again, uh, my passion is always those fuzzy animals. If you're going to blow stuff up, make it the 4th of July. Don't do it on the 3rd, 2nd, 5th, 6th. You're just making a mess. Veterans, dogs, it's a terrible time. So at least put yourself in the, in the, in the mindset of, a, of possibly someone with post-traumatic stress disorder from a war they had to fight to keep us a free country. And uh, blowing stuff up down the street without them knowing about it causes a lot of problems. A lot. And not to mention that the shelters for animals see an uptick in dogs running away. Heart attacks. Number one day for heart attacks. So just kind of consider it when you're booming things. Veterinarian over by us is uh, open special hours on They have to because it's just nonstop. And I get it. Blow stuff up on the 4th. But let's, you know, be considerate. Can we try? Be nice. And, uh, you know, I I think we're going to fail at it. But still. Don't, don't, be a, don't be a 4th of July dick. And don't light him off at 3 in the morning either, right. you dicks. Don't yeah. be a boom dick. Don't be a boom dick. That's right, Brady. And I'm looking at you because you were entertained by loud sounds <laughs> like an autistic. <laughs> and uh, I think that's... Just, yeah, just keep it together to where you're not so enamored with a boom. Whoa! Beavis and Butthead and you have the same mentality when it comes to an explosion. Remember, yeah, I'm looking for a drone show this weekend. Yeah, drone shows look great. So enjoy your 4th of July. Be very careful. Uh, if you are a boom dick, I hope your hands fall off. That's my wish for you. I'm going to pray to Brady's God this week and the boom dicks lose a hand. Uh, Brett, you be careful on that motorcycle yeah. and your trip and everybody else doing their thing. Uh, we'll see you in a week or so. Have a great weekend. Happy 4th. We'll catch you later. It's 98KUPD. Arizona's most powerful. Powerful.
Rock Radio Station. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.